Welcome to Life in Progress. I'm your host, Tia. And I'm Solomon Ray. On this episode, we are eight weeks pregnant. We talk about the Grammys and what's going on in pop culture. Then we'll share our high note and low note of the week. And of course, we find out what made me say this. A couple of my girlfriends have slept with Trey songs. And one of them said he sang his own song in her ear while they were having sex. Immediately, no. Absolutely. Get out. Yeah. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Yes. We've been on a little hiatus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It was my fault. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I feel like it was the baby's fault. Yeah. I feel like it was. It, yeah. We it was the baby's the blame fault. On them. 100%. <clears throat> yep. Um, I would say, how are you feeling? But how are you feeling? <laughs> like, I, like, it's, like, hot. Doesn't seem great. Buttered shit. Not hot buttered <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's horrible. So last week, we didn't like. W- we didn't record. I was supposed to come over Monday morning, last Monday morning to record. Um, and then woke up Monday. It was storming, which I knew it would. But when I said we should record Monday, I didn't even think about the fact that we had this huge storm coming. So I woke up Monday. It was pouring like crazy. Flooding was everywhere. There were roads shut down, freeways shut down. I was just like, this is not... Like a podcast is just not important enough to like risk my life (laughs) (laughs) driving to Oceanside to do that. So I said, I don't feel good anyway. I'm going to stay in this bed. We'll record later this week when the storm's over or, you know, we'll catch them next Monday or whatever. So I didn't record last week, but yeah, it's been tough. I it it's not like. It's not as bad as it was at its worst with Lola. Like with Lola, like it, I was literally like, it's gross, but I was like projectile vomiting. Yeah. And like, I could not like stop it. Like I had a cup with me at all times. Cause like, I literally, I couldn't even hold it long enough to get to a bathroom and it would just come and it would happen all day. So compared to that. But where was like, when people be projectile vomit, like where does, what are you throwing up? stomach acid bile because i usually didn't have food in my stomach so it was literally just like stomach acid or i would take small sips of like water water gatorade anything so that if because i knew i was gonna throw up so i at least needed something to throw up so i wasn't just like dry heaving oh yeah so that's how it usually was and you learn what to eat stay away from rice stay away from pasta stay away from corn yeah i thought bland foods are good well when it comes back up and rice kernels are coming through your nose and up your throat that's not pleasant yeah uh, yeah so you kind of like learn certain like milk-based stuff because yeah. it curdles in your stomach and then curdles. yeah like there's a lot of things you don't want to eat um so it's not as bad as that thank goodness knock on wood that it stays that way but you know like i said on the last episode it's it's like that. Like, you know, if you heard like just this low, quiet buzz in your ear just for the whole fucking day, it would drive you nuts rather than just hearing one big like horn honk maybe twice a day. It's the same. Well, you know, like living here with these, these trains. Like, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I know what that's like. To the choir. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just that little like 
not in your like chest all day with this little like mild nausea. It just it's torture. It sucks. And then the solution, which is the B6, B12, whatever, and Unisom, it makes me so tired. I can't even function. What is Unisom? It's a sleep aid. That's what I thought. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Why is that got shit to do with nausea? I have no idea. But, well, I, I think there's like an antihistamine in it, which is which helps calm nausea too, I guess. Um, there's actually anti nausea medication like a morning sickness medication that's that was created for um specifically for morning sickness it's called diclegus diclegis but the ingredients are b12 and um unisom yeah so instead of prescribing that they just have you take you know each of those individually yeah and it's the same thing but it and it I wouldn't say it like is like a magic cure and it makes me feel great. But if I take it at night, when I wake up in the morning, I at least have like usually like a couple hours in the morning where I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, I don't feel anything. I'm functioning. So, but it's like, yeah, of course I feel fine because I'm fucking asleep. Like, yeah. can't throw up while I'm asleep. Yeah. So, shut down. yeah, it like, it knocks me out. So, it's just not practical for me to take like throughout the day to feel good. So that's been tough, but you know. But do you think it's hypermesis, whatever? I I won't know until I get out of the first trimester because like if if it continues on for the rest of the pregnancy or through second trimester mm. and third and stuff like that, then yeah. It it by definition is so I don't know definitively if it is yet or not, but it definitely does. It feels worse than regular morning sickness because it's not something that comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It's constantly there. So it might be. It might, But within HG, there's different levels of it. Some people have it mild. Some people have it severe. It's different for each pregnancy. Like with Lily, it was very mild. I still was working. Wow. And I had it. And with Lola, I was in the hospital and like bedridden so do you when you with lily did you even know that that's what you had um did i know yeah i did i did know Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah i found out later because it was like after i want to say like halfway through my second trimester i realized like oh so this is what this is and yeah so it took me some time to to know that it's what it was with Lola, because I had been through it already. And I also knew from the first time that it is something that typically if you have it once, you'll have it again. Mm-hmm. Like you have a pretty big chance of having it in your subsequent pregnancies. So when it came back with Lola, um, I pretty much knew right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I better start treating this. And if it's not, if it goes away second trimester, then I'm lucky. But at least I know what it is and I can like kind of try to navigate my way through it. Mm-hmm. So so this third time, how are you like navigating it? Or like, is there things it's, you're like, like, you know? Yeah. It's harder because, <coughs> excuse me, it's harder because I'm not seeing an OB yet. Mm-hmm. Um, typically once you see your OB, if you have a good one that's familiar with it and knows how to like help you through it as well, they'll prescribe different medications that can at least try to ease it. 
Um, typically with HG, like the best approach is like tandem medication. So it's not just like this one that treats nausea or this one. Like you want to take two, at least two things mm-hmm. with each other. And that usually helps. But the thing with HG is there's no cure. Yeah. So there's no cure. There's no definitive. The cure is just to get rid of the baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like they haven't, they, there's no medication that's like, okay, if you have HG, you take this. There are, there's been more research done literally this past December. Yeah. You, you know, and so now that they kind of know what causes it, you can work backwards and try to figure out a way to either find a medication that treats it and prevents it. Or or treats it rather, or figure out ways to preemptively prevent it before you get pregnant. You know, it happens. So, but yeah, I was reading now. that like some people be needing like IVs. Yeah, I had an IV with uh, Lola. Damn. Yeah, had an IV. Some people do um, like a a port, like a like you know um, like diabetics how they have like their. <laughs> How they have their um, insulin ports and stuff. Yes. It's like that, but with Zofran. Shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. You stick it on your belly. Yeah. Oh, my so God. There's, there's, yeah. But of I had course. I had an IV. It was a hydration IV. Because the other thing that sucks, too, is for these medications to work, you know, optimally, you have to be properly hydrated. Hydrated. But that's hard to do when you're throwing up all the time. So typically you're dehydrated, and no matter how many medications you're taking, they're not going to be able to do the jobs. It's like this horrible, like, cycle. So I had a nurse that came, like, every, I think every three days, and she would change out my IV. And I had, like, literally, like, at a hospital, like, the the tree with the bag on it. And that would be by my bed or by my couch and... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about actually when I was driving here, I was like, I should go get an IV. Yeah. Like go to one of those like little hydration drip places yeah. and just get like a little little quick, um, you know, bag of, of fluids just to kind of perk me back up and make medications work better. But yeah, it's, it's, it's something. And it's always funny because... As soon as people hear that, oh, you know, I'm nauseous or whatever, I'm sick, they start suggesting like, oh, you should try this and you should try that. And it's like, let's think about it for a moment, just a moment. This is my third pregnancy. I'm eight weeks pregnant. I've had two other pregnancies that have gone full term. So this is about 88 weeks of my life that I've spent pregnant Mm -hmm. and sick. You don't think in 88 weeks of being pregnant and sick every day, I haven't, I have not scoured the corners of the earth. <laughs> well, you know, some of, some of the girls don't do that. Like some girls just don't mind just rolling over and dying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like, I really do generally feel like some people just don't be caring. They yeah. Just be like, oh, they for morning compl- sickness. A lot of people enjoy complaining and not yeah. actively trying to like, yeah, figure, it, figure out. it out. Yeah. I would say for morning sickness for sure. That's more doable. When you have HG, like, bitch, if you're not trying to figure nothing out, you literally are probably going to roll over and die. Like, <laughs> like, you better try to figure something out. Uh, so, yeah. So it's funny because people will be like, oh, you should try crackers and drink ginger ale and i'm like girl this is almost 600 days of my life spent throwing up you don't think i've tried those 
the most simple things to try. Like, it's not like, oh, if you stand on your head and bark three times, like, okay, well, I've never tried that. I've never tried, so I'll try it. Right. That's a new one. I'll try it. But, like, the number one thing you see if you Google how to cure morning sickness. Yeah. (laughs) The top five most common things. Like, 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 really? I feel like I don't have any advice, clearly. But I'm like, I wish I could help. I know. But there's just, like, I was thinking about this yesterday. I said, there's really kind of nothing yeah. to do. You just kind of have to just get through it. Just yeah. sit back and just hope yeah. for the best. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know. it's it's It sucks. And it's, it is the sort of thing where, you know, you feel bad and you want to, like, help. And I get it. But it's it's hard. Like, hell, I, I don't know how to help myself. Doctors don't know how to help, yeah, you know, patients. don't even know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My so. um I told you how like my boxing instructor she has or had HG with mm-hmm. her first son. Mm-hmm. Well she only has one child, but like mm-hmm. um she was like it was horrible like the whole entire pregnancy. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Yep. Jesus. I know. We're we're powering through. I'm a Hopefully. fifth of the way through my pregnancy. So things don't really elevate. <laughs> I know. Because I did hear that like um the morning sickness sickness stuff, it does subside after the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Because the first trimester, I didn't realize how, like, wild it is. Oh, yeah. Your hormones are jumping. Like, it is wild. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think the, the reason why the first trimester is so crucial is also because um, the placenta, this is so interesting to me, the placenta, it takes, like, 10 weeks for it to form. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. still, like, right now it's still not even formed. Yeah, that's why I'm still doing the progesterone shots. Because oh. that's the time frame. It's oh. waiting till the, the placenta is fully formed. Oh. Once it's formed, then you can stop the shots. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It better be formed by next Thursday. Right? <laughs> ah, that is so funny. You got six right? days to figure this out. Right. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> And hopefully it is, because shit, because the the day, so uh, injections are supposed to stop on the 15th. Our next ultrasound is on the 14th. So the 14th is to check and see that the placenta is fully formed, doing what it's supposed to do. Baby's still growing at the rate they're supposed to be growing. Um, And if anything is not where it's supposed to be, then I'm going to have to keep doing injections until it is. So let's cross our fingers. It'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, we've been batting a thousand so far, so I don't see why we wouldn't continue on in that trend. And from what I've heard is like when, what I've read is like when there is, unfortunately, like when there's like some pretty severe, well, morning sickness, not so much HG, but like for morning sickness and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it is a sign that there it is a healthy pregnancy and yes. things are moving along. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, it's no shade, but like if you're a girl who's like got no symptoms and if right. you know, it's like, girl, right? check on that baby. That's so funny. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because morning sickness, they don't, you know, HG is different and the causes we've found out are different, but with traditional morning sickness, it has to do with your HCG levels and like hormonal levels and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the more HCG you have in your body, the more chance you have of having morning sickness and having it be a little, you know, worse. And that is also what is helping your baby thrive. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it goes hand in hand. And you said the HG babies be good mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never seen it. In order for an HG baby to have issues related HG to <laughs> related to HG, like it has to be like so bad that mom doesn't even have. Because typically, like the baby's pulling the nutrients from mom's yeah. body. Mom is the last to get anything. Mm-hmm. So if like mom chopped liver, just right, really like chopped liver, exactly. <laughs> so like if it's so severe to the point where mom doesn't even have any nutrients for baby to pull, and then baby stops getting nutrients, <laughs> then you have a problem. But typically that that like doesn't really happen. Like even in some of the most severe cases, that doesn't really happen. So um, yeah, I know a lot of moms that have had HG, and we always have like big healthy babies. Yeah. Yeah, it's my crazy. boxing instructor, her her son is like a hefty thing. Yeah, really big. She's small. She's a teeny, like very petite mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, and so is the baby daddy. Like, yeah, not like a big, you know. Yeah, they're really small, and that baby look right, right, like, fully cooked. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. Lola was what eight pounds, twelve ounces, mm-hmm. big. Two of my other friends had babies within like a month of me having her, and they both had HG, and their babies were born. Really big, really healthy. They're really advanced kids and, you know, developed on time, if not ahead of schedule and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Just affects mom, not baby. (laughs) Yay. That really sucks. I know. But it's all right. So if y'all don't get an episode every week, that's why. Yeah. And and leave us alone. Right. Don't ask me nothing. We'll just put out a 10% code. (laughs) We'll just give you a baby mama flash sale if, if you don't get a if you don't get an episode. <laughs> Promo code drowning. Right. <laughs> Promo code death. Death. <laughs> but you said you lost ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm ten. Pa- I'm, I'm well now. I'm eleven pounds down. I know. That's so sickening. I mean, it's not. But it, you know. That is so funny. Scary. I know. Yeah. It's funny because my sister said the same thing. Because before I was pregnant, I was like, man, I hope. Hope I don't have HG again. I won't have to deal with that. Da, da, da. She goes, well, the upside is it's like an automatic diet. I'm like, yeah, you're right about that. Do you think it's probably, are you eating less or do you think it was like water weight? Um, I'm definitely eating less. Okay. I'm eating a lot less. And when I do eat, it usually comes up before I have a chance for my body to absorb Oh my it. God. Yeah. Yeah. That would make me never want to eat. And pretty much. Yeah. But... Having an empty stomach and being hungry induces the nausea as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you gotta kinda have something in your stomach. I've been trying I've been trying it all. I even did I did smoothies for a day. That didn't really work because yeah. that came back. Yeah. Some I think the thing that works the most is like carbs. So I've been eating like just buttered noodles with like a little bit of lemon juice. That sounds divine. Yeah, I've just been doing that, and it's it's easy on my stomach, but it's filling enough. Um, and yeah, if it comes back up, it's not that horrible. So, yeah, it's been a time. You were talking about like, yeah, sometimes I'm just in the toilet. What a uh, what a yeah, I have my cup. cup. Yeah, so that sounds actually like if I envisioned what hell would look like yeah. and what it would feel like. That would be one of the scenes. Yeah, it's definitely not fun. I sit because, you know, when you throw up and you're pregnant and 
like just the force of vomiting, like you pee yourself. And so, and I forgot that. So the first time I threw up this pregnancy, I, you know, bent over the toilet with my head into the toilet and I, I started like peeing, not like a little like tingle, like peeing. I was like, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I remembered like, oh yeah, that's stupid. So I have a 7-Eleven Big Gulp cup sitting next to my toilet. I sit on the toilet and I throw up into the cup and I pee into the toilet at the same time. And luckily my bathtub is right next to the toilet. So I throw up or whatever and then I just pour it yeah. into the toilet. And then I rinse my cup out in the bathtub and pour it down the drain or whatever. And yeah, just rinse and repeat, literally. That sounds like hell. It is. It sounds like pure. Yeah. Hell. And then I have to like take my cup downstairs and I like bleach it because like the smell of <laughs> like black. I know. Well, no, because the the smell of the bleach yeah. like it helps for the next time. Like if it smells really clean, it makes me not nauseous. Like if I just rinse the cup out and leave it, like I'm gonna smell oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So I need it to smell like very clean. So um, I even let's see, I even have alcohol wipes in my purse because smelling alcohol wipes helps get rid of nausea oh yeah so that's sometimes what i do on the go like i'll just take out a little pad and just kind of sniff it for a little bit and it kind of calms your stomach back down so yeah things have to smell very clean i was um yesterday when i was at a dealership i was hungry and i was like well what's around here Mm -hmm. and there's a benihana down across the street yeah so i was like i'm gonna go there and eat have lunch and I was going to hit you up. I was like, oh, my God, we should go to, like, a steakhouse. We should, like, you know. And then I was like, then I sat there and said, I feel like she would throw uh-huh. all the fumes of, like, the food. Yeah. And, like, I was like, yeah. oh, this does not seem like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very, like, a steakhouse I could probably do. Probably not Benihana's because it's right in front yeah. of you. But, like, my, oh, my God. My, my, my dad was, what was he cooking? Oh, he made shrimp po' boys. But they were, um... It was like breaded uh, shrimp. And so he put them in the oven. And I don't know what is in my parents' oven. Something must have like spilled. But when you turn it on, it gets like this burning smell. And chow, when I tell you I almost died, the smell of that oven being on and just the fumes. And my mom, she likes to... I, I pull out the air fryer for her all the time. Like, here, use the air fryer. But she likes good old grease in a cast iron frying stuff. Yeah. And like... That that air fryer don't be doing... I know. And she says the same thing. I know. But the smell of the oil, like, just gets me. And it was just... It's so bad. I had to go in the backyard and, like, just get some fresh air because just the smells. And she loves candles. Mm-hmm. And she'd be having like three or four burning through the house at the Ain't same that. time. But they'd be like different scents. <laughs> so it's like, ma'am, like none of this is working. Like this is, but you got lemon zest in the kitchen and then you got cinnamon sticks over here. Like, you have to understand like it's it's part of the how we burn our candles. Like it's a mixture. I know. When you have like a fragrance, you like mix yes. It's like. I know, the notes and the layers, I know. And And I'm usually cool with that. That's really not how candles burn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a concentrated scent over there. Yeah, and then you're going to get this, yeah. But in our mind, we're like, oh, but, you know, I'm layering. Layering. No. No, no. And especially now when I'm pregnant. Like, I don't want to smell none of that shit. (laughs) So I walk through her house, just, just blow shit out. Like, y'all will not make me sick in this place. Oh, I love a good old 
thing up in a cast iron mm-hmm. because all those seasonings that are stuck in the cast iron be coming mm-hmm. out in the oil and the grease. Yep. She has her cast iron. She has it pushed back on the last burner. And she'll fill it up and then, you know, fry some foods. And then when she's done, she puts the top on it and pushes it back to the back of the stove again. And let it. And she'll, yeah, she'll use that oil like maybe three times. Mm-hmm. And then she'll, you know, switch it out, pour it out, clean it, put clean oil in. Amen. Yeah, I can't do it. Amen. I can't do it. I, don't, I, I, think I, I might have talked about this on my podcast. Or maybe I did it. I feel like I... Anyways, I remember one time my mom, she fried fish. Or mm-hmm. she, no, or she, no, she tried, fried... Um, she wouldn't do this with fish. It, it was like chicken. Mm-hmm. And then she poured the grease in like a mug. Mm-hmm. And she just put it by like the, the stove. Yeah. Rightfully so. Right. Like she did what's Right. Right. I don't know what it was. I mean, I probably was like seven or eight at the time. Oh, no. And I woke up thirsty as well. And I was like, oh, I just want... And I don't know what it... I don't know why. I can't even make sense of why I did this. But instead of like getting... I don't know what I... Why I was doing this. Because you were but stupid I, and seven. Like, seven-year-olds don't be making no fucking sense. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> They'd be like, what, why, why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know why. But I grabbed that fucking mug and I just took like a big old... You know, at night, you're thirsty. Yeah. Thirsty at night is different than thirsty in the day. That's a different type of thirsty. So you just... Yep. You know, I drank all that grease. No. Yeah. All of it? Well, not all of it. Like, oh, I read, big old like, oh, bitch. Ball. Yeah, but oh, never my God. Yeah. Oh, how was that coming out? I don't really remember. No. But, and I don't think I even told, ever told my mom. I just was like, oh, shit. And I just went back to sleep. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a wild. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would. Die. I might have been like eight, I feel, because I and yeah. we lived in that place. I was like around eight ish. So, yeah. But I'll never forget. Oh my that. god! Like, what the fuck? Right. And then I was like instantly mad at her because I was like, "Why did you do this?" Ma- it's like, why wouldn't you just go into the refrigerator and get some more? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my god! But yeah, my mom is definitely one of those moms. That yeah, like saves the grease. Yep. Oh, I can't do it. It just be tasting better, honestly. I can't. But so you gotta be careful with the grease because. I can't, I've never been able to do that because I don't know how to not have burnt pieces. Yeah. And then Reese, you know, like, yeah. I, just, I don't know how. So she usually, she puts enough grease in to where. She could scoop it out. So they usually sink to the bottom. And then the new food that she fries, like it never touches the bottom. Because there's enough grease in the pan okay. where it just floats. So it's not like the new food touches yeah. and picks up, you know, the burnt bits and stuff like that. But eventually there's enough of them. That's why, you know, you switch the oil out because it starts to get dirty. Yeah. In the... But yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Damn. I almost died. So not a happy home for me. <laughs> not a happy home. Uh... No. <laughs> Damn. But I'm a power through. We're twenty percent of the way through this pregnancy, so you got eight more months. Yeah. Huh. I thought it was seven. It's like eight. Eight, yeah. It's about it's about ten weeks or ten months yeah. total. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. You know, I yesterday I went to go I said, Well, how 
much was 32 weeks ago. Because I like to measure, like, in time. Right. So I can kind of, I was like, what was 32 weeks ago? Yeah, in the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah. And it was when you and I and the girls went to um, the Del Mar Fair. Really? County Fair. Yeah, that was 32 weeks ago. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's nutty. I know. Shit in the sauna. Shit in the sauna. Like, shit in the sauna. Yeah. yeah. That really was shit in the sauna. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is wild. Ago. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's a fun fact. Yeah, I I do that sometimes. I'm I like, love that. Yeah, that's that's fun. Because then then I'll type in the the, the date. It was like June 29th or whatever, and I yeah. type in the date in my the phone. phone. Yeah, and I was like, oh look, how mm-hmm. fun! Oh, that's crazy. That was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. <sighs> yeah. September. So that will be in 32 weeks. Yep. Can't wait. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, my oh shit. My mom was going to come over today. I don't even know if she's Yay. still. She's so busy. Yeah. With her, with her retired, retired life. life. Uh, that's so funny. She was like, so we could start planning the baby shower. Oh, yay. Um, She's trying to convince me to do balloons. And I'm like. You're like, absolutely not. They could be chic, though. That's if you do like said. you do the matte ones and then you do the really shiny, shiny ones, yeah, latex ones or whatever, yeah, it could be very chic. So I'm like, she's just like, not too many. My mom's like, but you need something there for the baby. I said, it, he, the baby's not I mean, even they here, like, right? They the there. there. There's like, you know, the, the the whole thing is for them, right? This is this is for them. That is so like, funny. She's like, you need something for the baby. Like, like baby's gonna be walking around admiring the balloons. <laughs> Right. Oh my god. <laughs> These are lovely. Thank you, grandmother, for thinking of me. <laughs> uh, and then she was like, um, once she kind of saw well, for one, the um the one venue that I um was eyeing. Mm-hmm. It's about like whatever the highest price food is, that's the one for they'll be for everybody. Yeah. So if filet mignon is one sixty a plate, then everybody's plate is gonna be one sixty. Right, right. So she was like, well, if that's the case, we can't allow kids into the place. And I said, well, why not, Mom? She said, because then you got to feed the kids. I yeah. Said, oh, you're right, huh? Yes. So Ain't what is your no idea? Kids. Like, people who... But see, I, I feel like I could never tell somebody on an invite, no kids. Why not? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> so wrong, I feel. No? I feel like no kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like We're not really I, even I, having our kid here. <laughs> Right. Like, Hello. <laughs> I don't even have my own damn kid. Here. Right. That is so funny. So, like, what is your take on like people who be like no kids invited? I I am okay with that. Really? Yeah. Like, it's not like if it was some shit where it was like, oh, I'm doing this tomorrow, no kids. It's like that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. You want me to set up childcare by tomorrow? But there's enough notice to where they can get you know, appropriate childcare and show up with no kids. I had at my last shower for, for Lola, there was my ex-husband's niece and nephew were there. And obviously Lily was there and they were the only kids. There were no other kids there. And I kind of liked that, you know, it's not for them. It's not fun for them. They can't really participate in the games. Yeah. 
it's boring. And when kids get bored, they start yeah. acting a fool and it makes it unenjoyable for everybody else. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. And, you know, I'm sometimes... Like you want, I'm not spending $160. I would never. Me. I would never. When Brandy got married, she got married at the Ritz in Marina Del Rey. And so it was similar. It was very expensive per head. Um, and the only kids that were there was my nephew, because at the time he was little. He's probably Lily's age. That's what my mom said. It's like, if they're like babies, all right. Yeah. Like, if they grown, yeah. talk. Yeah. Talk, if they're going to be not... sitting there expecting to eat food, table food, yeah, that's crazy to spend that amount of money for that. And that's what Brandy was saying. She was like, you know, the kids' options are still extremely expensive, and kids don't eat like that. Yeah, like, they're going to pick at it and, and play with it. Right. And it's just a waste of money. So... I would say probably no kids. Um, I don't even know if I would do, like, specific kids if it was, like, someone super, super close and it was like, yeah. you can bring yours. But then that opens up a can of worms. And that opens up, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. so I, I would trust no them, like, oh, girl, just bring yours. Right, right, But then right. it's like, damn, then people are going to be like, well, oh, she got her I, kid. But she got her kid. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yep. And it's so, like, uh, uh, Yeah. Or... If you are able to do an option where kids don't get plated, they do like a little kids option that is cheaper or do like a little buffet style for kids where it's like, here's some sliders and chicken fingers and, you know, because kids will eat that. I'm going to try to do something. If I I can work that out, then I will. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's going to be such notice that you can get childcare if you want to come. Yeah, my mom was like, yeah, no kids. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll think about it. But yeah, she was like, she's trying to convince me on the balloons. And I'm like, <laughs> let's try to do the all florals. Let's see how that goes. You know what because, you could do? Um, the, Omar's sister uh-huh. and Gabby went to a recently a baby shower. And there they had not a bunch of florals, but like table setting florals. Yeah. And in the same colors that I want to do mine in. And yeah. it's really beautiful. Yeah. Which let me know, like, bitch, I have this, like, I'm on the track. design in my head is right. it's there. It's We're on there. Track. That is so funny. I love so it. I know it's going to look. And once I saw that, I said, oh, yeah, I definitely don't want balloons. I want all florals. What if you did balloons at the entrance? That's what my mom said. She said, like, something. She said, for the baby. <laughs> and that way it could be at the entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not competing it's not clashing with your idea that's yeah. actually in in the the shower in the space where most photos are going to be in the videos and all that yeah. stuff there's no balloons there but like out in the entryway or something maybe like you know the giant baby blocks with the balloons and all that stuff come on like some place we put the gifts or whatever yeah so I'm going to see, I'm going to try my hardest to still do florals because I think like even just like a wall of florals white florals beautiful will always look current yeah so i'm like let if i can do that um but it's also like just really depending on like budget wise and like what's realistic mm-hmm. and i because i think now it's mm-hmm. so nuts the last week i've really di- especially buying this car <laughs> i've really dialed into like okay the way you spend works for you mm-hmm and it's cute for you. Right. You need to probably start being much more conscious of like what you're spending money on. Yeah. And not spending it so willy nilly. Yeah. Like, Cause that's what my accountant said last week. He was like, <clears throat> Cause I told him I said, I'm having a kid. Like, 
let's schedule some time to kind of talk and go over like like financial planning for them and blah blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. And he was like, "All right, cool. So I think it's gonna be like a two hour conversation. You know, are you okay with the t be being being billed for two hours?" I said. Can we make it one hour, <laughs> please, Brian? Like ridiculous. Like it. I don't need two hours. Two hours to yeah. go over things. Have your shit. Set your shit up. Right. Your talking it. points set up. Right. Get it together. We can whip right through. Um. That's funny. So he was like, "Cause the way you spin, it works as a single man. Like you're fine." But he said, "Once you start incorporating stuff like that, mm -hmm. you should probably start dialing back." So he told me last week. He said. Start going through everything that you don't, that doesn't make any financial sense and start eliminating it. Mm -hmm. He said, because you have a lot there that does not make any sense to me. And, <laughs> and then so I'm like, girl, shut up. So then That's I went so through funny. it and I was like, all right, he's right. This right. does not make any sense. I don't even use this. I didn't even know I was even being charged for this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm much being much more tuned into that. So I think, I mean, I want like a sickening yeah. baby shower, but I'm like, okay. For me to do a sickening baby shower and then turn around a year and a half later and do a one-year birthday, mm -hmm. it's going to be probably, I mean, it'll be fine, but Both are things that do. aren't crazily necessary that won't benefit your child in any way. And I always try to think, especially like, I'm the type of person that thinks overall. So it's like, yeah, it's a few hundred here, a thousand there, and on its own, it doesn't seem that big of a deal. But if you add all this up, that's a chunk. Yeah. You know, and I always think about, like, you know, say balloons were going to cost you a thousand and florals are going to cost you three thousand. Sure, you can afford both of them, but what that two thousand dollars, what if you had that? And what if you put it in the bank for your kid later? Because I guarantee you, when that kid gets old enough and needs money to go to school with or live with or what, like you'll be much happier knowing you put that aside for them to actually use and appreciate. And, you know, I didn't inherit a home. I have a friend down the street from my parents. They inherited their parents' home. And it's like, damn, that's dope. And I guarantee you if my parents had bought one less fur coat or one less Rolls Royce. Like, <laughs> I could have probably inherited a nice little home. Rolls so, Royce. <laughs> yes. One less. One less. Because they don't, they don't got none of that shit now. But one less Rolls Royce. One less. Just one. Just I feel one. like I feel like just one. Just one. Could really set the part. Could have could have really been a nice That's chunk like, of money. Yeah. Just for, for a little house. Half of one. Right. A tire. Exactly. <laughs> the 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 car key. So it's like, I think about stuff like that. I'm like, I could spend this amount of money on this and it's not going to make or break me. It's not going to be the end of the world. But what could it do for my kid later? You know, how could it be more beneficial to them when they're older and when, because you know, it's expensive as fuck to live, you know? Yeah. And I don't see it changing for it's the better. getting worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think anything is going to happen significantly between now and the time our kids are self-sufficient adults to where it's going to be like, oh, wow, you know, when my parents were adults and in the middle of their lives, it was it was tough, but it's so much easier now. Like, I highly doubt that'll be the yeah, case. Yeah, not at all. So it's like we want to, you know, it's when you do all the big things and the nice things and all that, it's cool now as a parent, but the coolest thing as a parent is setting your kids up for when they're in their late teens and 20s and 30s and stuff. Yeah. Knowing like, I had a, a cushion. It was nice. I could breathe. 
and not struggle. Like, the amount that I probably spend per person, like, or just if for the shower in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this is not like, I don't really care, but I know I'm not going to make that back in gifts. Right. Because I started to like slowly think of like things that I want. And I'm glad that Amazon and some registries have like an option to where you can pay into an item. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I that's why like hopefully you and Serena can maybe help me build out. The oh, we will. Because there's a million things you're going to need <laughs> that people can afford. Right. It's right, not right, like right, 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 right. because you're gonna need bottles. Right. Those right, are three hundred dollars. Right. That's true. Okay. <laughs> you're also gonna because I'm like, damn, all the stuff I want is really expensive. And I just feel I feel yeah. bad even putting that on the registry. Right. I'm like, that's and that's so not the, inappropriate. Yeah. And that's not the stuff you put on the registry. You know, yeah. those are the things. Right now, I have artwork from yeah, no. John Richards. No. Work for absolutely like- not. <laughs> No. I'm a Hell no. Diaper bag. No. <laughs> that is absolutely not the shit. And, and the thing is, if you get, even if everybody bought you all that shit, when this baby's here, you're going to realize how much you actually need because none of that is shit that you're going to need. <laughs> <laughs> that artwork is not going to do shit for you as a parent. Said, but said, bottles will, a bottle warmer will, a sterilizer will. <laughs> I have that on there. The So I was at the dealership and I was just kind of sitting there. I was like, okay, what do I want? And I'm just going through and I just realized, I was like, oh, bitch, you're putting all the things that like you just haven't bought yet. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's not things that like you need someone to buy. It's just you never, you haven't bought it yet. Yeah. And so like, I was like, damn, I don't know what else to put. Yeah. Because that's all I'm thinking about. You like, need swaddling blankets. You need pacifiers. You need pacifier clips. Yeah. You need the pacifier cases. You need wipes. You need a wipes warmer. You oh, need yeah. a travel wipe container. You need oh, changing pads. You need the cloths that go over the changing table pads. You need, like, there's so many little things that you need that are like, you know, it might be 10, 15, 20, 30 bucks here and there. And that's the stuff you put on your registry because it's like, for an individual, it's nothing to spend 50, 60 bucks on three or four things from your registry. Yeah. As a parent by yourself, when you add it all up, that's like $3,000 worth of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the kind of stuff you put on your registry. And that's the stuff that's actually going to help you as a parent. Artwork won't. So I know. I'm, I just haven't <laughs> ordered the artwork yet. Because I'm waiting for the crib to get in mm-hmm. so that I could kind of see where the room looks like and yeah. figure out where I'm going to place. Because I had a piece of artwork downstairs, like literally down here. Mm-hmm. And I tried, I was like, oh, well, it's the colors of the nursery. So let yeah. me put it up. And so I put it up and I said, oh, this is way too big mm-hmm. for this wall. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's not going to work. But there's like these really pretty like uh, shadow what is it, shadow glass or what is it? Shadow um, boxes. Shadow boxes. Uh-huh. And it has like crystals in there and the colors of the nursery. Oh, pretty. And it's actually, yeah, it's really pretty. And it's not yeah. like, in my opinion, I don't think it's like too, too crazy mm-hmm. expensive, but they come in too. Yeah. So I'm like. And you might want to leave room too, because you might want, when you get pictures of the baby done, like professional portraits, you're going to want to put that in the nursery. That's true. And like pictures of you and the baby and like stuff like that, you know, blown up on canvases and stuff and put on the walls too yeah. so you want to fill all the walls up yeah yeah i just so. need to figure, I, I do need to put something up there yeah i mean i don't have to do shit <laughs> um but yeah so i was like oh that's all i can think about right that's now that's like, so funny and then i am debating because i think i'm going to just use my backpack 
yeah for diaper stuff because i i'm a backpack person mm-hmm. i like things put it on my back i yeah. want to like hold things right and hold all sorts yeah of yeah it's it is easier just throwing it on your back yeah and being able to go yeah so but yeah my mom's like oh we need to start figuring these things out she has like some like locations my mom be doing i don't <laughs> when i tell you like she was like, yeah, I was just driving and I found this one. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, That's why are you just at home? Right. But she'd be driving. She'd be like, yeah, I was like, but she's the type of person where, I don't know if this is like an older person thing, but like, I think the next generation, but our, our generation too, we kind of grew up slightly with, whenever we drove, we have maps and like yes. our, and navigation. Yeah. Whereas they didn't. They just yeah. drove. Drove around and things. saw like, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I hit this corner. I ran into this. Right. I, oh, yeah. I saw this restaurant. So I decided to go in. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, we don't kind of discover things. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. Like yeah. I completely So agree. my mom's discovering shit all day. She never uses the, the she navigation. Just she just drives. I love it. So she's always discovering shit. And so yeah. she was like, I found this place that might actually work for the um, the shower. So she was like, same telling me about that. Yeah. I'm like, lady, what? That is so cute. You That's are just so nuts. I think right. it's so funny. This should just be driving. That's so funny. Shit. I love it. And another good thing to do, too, which either you and your mom can do, you and me can do, you go into... It sucks because there's no more like bye bye baby and like babies are us. There might still be a babies are us in Tustin. I don't remember. I don't know if it's still open or not. But like just the places that are like full baby stores, they don't really exist anymore. But your best bet is like Target. Go to Target. Let them know that you're putting a baby registry together. And they literally give you the gun. The gun. And you go through the baby section and you, you you know, pick the things you want. And sometimes it's easier when you're in a store and you just see, see shit. It. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I forgot I probably am going to need this. Let me Man. scan this. Yeah. And that helps because otherwise you're just online, like, trying to, you just have to, like, come off the top of your head, like, what do I need? And if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, I, so, don't, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. So I and would say so going to Target. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know if this is, like, the best thing or the most practical thing. Yeah. And then I don't go off of reviews. Like, yeah. I just feel like people are not me. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, but also they're, like, moms. So it's like I have to trust some of the reviews. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's just yeah. so overwhelming. And I'm just like, a part of me is just like, yeah. I don't want to even do a registry. I'd rather just buy the things that I want and as I go along. But I just yeah. know that that's not practical like that yeah. makes sense and a registry is good too even if it's just for you because you get a uh like usually get like a discount that you can use mm. like so if if say you do like a target registry and your due date is september and you get to the month of september whatever's left on your registry that hasn't been purchased you'll get like a 15 20 percent discount right to order, like, to purchase everything else. So I did that a lot with a lot of stores and then just went knowing full well, like... Yeah, you're the queen of that. I was going to buy it like, myself, yeah. You know how to work them yeah. systems. Yep, I knew I was going to buy it myself. Wasn't planning on someone else buying it. I just put it on there because I knew I'm going to get the discount later mm-hmm. and I'll go back. I'll work on our Prada diaper bag. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't think Prada's doing baby registries <laughs> nor giving discounts. It's so but much But it's, it's on our registry. Because you can add you can add it I like, know, but manually. Baby list doesn't Uh-oh. do that. <laughs> it has to be like Target. Can you imagine? Walmart. Bye bye baby. Give me a fifteen percent discount on a dollar bag. That's hilarious. Wild. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. But I don't know. I there's a lot of stuff, and I've kind of learned, you know, what stuff you want to make sure to get like the best of the best and, you know, high quality and spend a few extra bucks to get the good one and what stuff it's like, we can go cheap on this. Like they all work the same and you're, especially with baby stuff. Cause most of it you don't use very long anyway. Mm-hmm. So you spend all this money and then either you have to go through the hassle of trying to resell it and you never make back what you bought it for, or you toss it or donate it. And then you're just, you know, that's more money out of your pocket for something that you used for less than a year. So it's kind of like, you know, that even for first-time moms, it's like you you ask the people around you, you ask the moms around you. Yeah. And people who have, you know, recently had babies, who know about the new stuff. Because even me having a baby, mine was in 2018. There's so much more, more that's come out. Yeah. Things have changed. There's more technology. There's updated versions of things that I've enjoyed. So... You know, you have moms who kind of know their way around. Then you have the newer moms, like Serena, who are more up-to-date on current stuff. And from all of that, you can kind of put together, like, a comprehensive list of things. And then, you know, it's kind of an as-you-go as well. It's not like, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere and we only have two shots to go buy everything we need. If you find, like, oh, shit, I need this, go down the street to the store and get it. You know, yeah. so, you know. It's just kind of like going through it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many options. It's a lot. It's just, and I don't know really what I need. I don't yeah. know what makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ugh, I just don't want to do this. Like, yeah. I just have someone help me with it. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I mean, I mean, I definitely have time. But, like, the thing is, like, my family is also, like, Okay, I'm a, I'm buying this for so and so. Like, do you, I'm like, w- just just hold on. Right. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> let me just let me try to curate a list for people to mm-hmm. pull from. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like, oh, I'll just start buying things, and I'm like, girl, please, let's just. But it's it's nice. I'm happy. Yeah. That, like my family's like wanting to like yeah. so much. Um, but it's also like because I was like, oh, I don't have to figure out about this list until like a week before the baby shower. Like. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> ah, so, but like, Mm-mm. like, okay, no, it's now it's time for me to do it. Yeah. Start. And you want to do it soon because as you, yeah, as you go along, you'll add. Yeah. You see stuff, you're like, oh, let me add this to it. Or, or you sit with something for a while and you're like, actually, I don't really need that. Like, mm-hmm. this was impulsive. I don't actually need this. And you take it off and it gives you time to kind of like curate your list. And, like tighten it up by the time you actually need it Mm -hmm. you know so but yeah and even if people do buy stuff now you know you can baby stuff is really kind of unique in that a lot of stores are more flexible with returning and exchanging and stuff and you know say somebody buys something and it's not something that you would want or need or use or whatever take it back to target take it back to walmart those are usually the top two stores that'll take returns and you'll get store credit, but you can turn around and put it towards something that you actually will need. And, you know, they have all sorts of shit, whether it's buying it online through, you know, their websites or if it's in store. Like, those are very broad, general stores that you're going to get stuff from. Because in so. my mind, I feel like I already have everything I need. I know you do. I 
would love, I what I want to happen, Nori's almost too big at this point, but I would love for someone to drop their new baby off with you for like 24 hours with just what you have in this house right now <laughs> and see how that works out. <laughs> Because in my mind, I'm like, I already got everything. I got the swaddles. I got the diaper things. I got the onesies. I don't have socks. Right. <laughs> I got socks. <laughs> I got socks. Damn it. I am ready. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. You need diaper genies. You need pack oh, and play. Yeah. I do need one of those. Yeah. All sorts of shit. I need. Yeah. I don't even have a changing, like mattress or whatever. Yeah, you need the changing pad. I have the changing thing, but I don't have the mattress because you told me don't buy it. Yeah, don't buy it from where you were going to get it from. You can get one for like 20 bucks. They're not sleep. They're literally just being changed on it. They're not sleeping on it. You're not using it so much to where you have to have like an expense. They're all the same. Get a little cheap $20 one, $15 one. Then you get little covers for it. Mm. It's like a a sheet, basically. You get like Three, four of those. And that's all you need. Yeah. So that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I got eight more months to figure... Well, not really eight months to figure this out. I have like... When do you think I should have my registry kind of like 90% comfortably done? You should have it ready to go by the time you're printing invitations. Gotcha. So when someone gets your invitation and searches for your registry, it should pretty much have all their options on there. Yeah, and I, I would. The registry was like, "Do you want your registry public?" And I was like, "Yeah," but then it was like, it, on baby list, they were like, "Do you want people to have your address?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. Like, why wouldn't I?" But then it was like, "That it'll be public." Yeah. So, but I just thought like when you buy something, it just goes to whatever the secret address is. It depends on the. I I forget how Babylist does it. It depends though. Sometimes like, because sometimes people want to physically buy a gift and mail it to you themselves, gotcha. and then obviously they need your address. And then there's other times when it's like they order through, or they order like if they see you put it on Babylist, but it's. You didn't add it on Babylist. You added it on Target mm-hmm. and then put it on your Babylist registry. When they click the button, it'll take them to Target. And then in order to send it to you from there, they need your address. Gotcha. But if they send it to you, from, like if you pulled it from the Babylist website and put it on your registry, then Babylist can send it for them. For them. With your address. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because I have like, I start my Amazon one, it was like, you could buy like... Uber Eats gift cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have those up there because I'm like, I'm going to need those because a bitch is going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. I, for me, for <laughs> me, what about me? That's usually for like women recovering postpartum that can't cook <laughs> for their families. That's Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was ship- I thought it would be for the parent. The one that gave birth and can't get up and cook. <laughs> but I, well, what if I don't have time to cook? <laughs> But I just feel like I won't have time to really cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might, but I mean, I don't think I'm going to have time to, like, just really be... You won't have time to chef it up. Yeah. For sure. You probably will never have time to do that again. (laughs) True. Because I was like, maybe I'll keep those things on there. Because I do know, like, so many people... my followers are like, we. I want to buy something from the mm-hmm. uh, baby registry, and I'm like, I yeah. feel guilty. Even I don't want. Yeah, I just 
don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, not the fact that I'm not appreciative. I just feel like you don't want people sitting so, there. You know, like when somebody who can clearly afford something, I don't mm-hmm. want to make someone who I don't want you to be like, oh, I gotta break a certain amount of money from my budget and I'm right. gonna feel the pain more than this person right, who right. has all the resources. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I kind of like already have a weird thing about that, but I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay. The, on baby list there was like a, a food fund or whatever mm-hmm. i was like if people wanted to like send an uber eats thing or like yeah. a pizza or i don't know i'm right, right. trying to figure out like a way to kind of still incorporate them yeah because one thing i have learned is you know there's an aspect of selling your life mm-hmm. and sharing your life mm-hmm. and there's an aspect where you have to give in to certain things that mm-hmm. may not feel super in line with what you would want to do. Right, right, right. And part of gift giving is not, what I've learned is a lot of it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's not, it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's more for, it's more for them to like Damn. be able to like do it. Be a part of it. And mm-hmm. so, and that's how you kind of inadvertently show your appreciation is by letting them right, right, right. do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, Trying to figure out a way to still incorporate everyone. Right. Um, Because it is very, like, interesting to see, like, so many people are so excited and, like, yeah. part of People ask me all the time, does this registry, does he have this? I want to send this. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. People are asking me, too. Like, do you, do you need anything? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The things I need can't nobody give me because none of y'all can make this morning sickness go away. So. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I'll get that done in like the next couple months. Yeah. Um, and try to figure that out. Um, this week we're gonna talk briefly about the Grammys and some other little tidbits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not me on Do Not Disturb and Jonathan still hitting send anyway. That's funny. <laughs> Um, so let's take one break and we'll be back all right so we are back um i feel like we were supposed to talk about some other things let me see we we do have reviews we do we do one we have one new review we have an email and we have a spotify q a oh we got somebody okay so let's (laughs) let's do that um, I'll do the review first. Okay. So, we've got an Apple review from Bree Bree. It says, um, five stars. Oh, did we read this one? No. It says, five stars only. And there are five stars. It says, the girls that get it, get it. Also, get your bundles from Baby Mama website. <laughs> when I tell you from the second that email notification popped up to check out was under two minutes, we're not playing. <laughs> But seriously, you guys are amazing. And as an eczema girly, I can't wait to try Miss Lola's body butter. She, Lola can't wait for y'all to try her body butter either. Okay. She, she's man. she's funny. She said, I've given it some thought. Yeah, she hit me the other night casually, walked in the room. I was like, I was thinking about it and I think we should sell this. <laughs> it smells good. It feels really nice and soft. Um, I'm, it's not, I'm not itchy. So yeah, I think it's good. 
So, so we got the seal production. of approval. Right, right. That's been Fire up the engines. <laughs> she said, I just came in here to let you know, start production. Yeah, right. To go. It's On a my, green light. It's, I'm green lighting my, my product. Yeah. <laughs> She's a mess. Let me know when it's done. Right. Thanks. Exactly. I've got my people are waiting. So, <laughs> yeah, Miss Lola has given it the green light. So we will be getting that body butter um, available within the next few months. Yeah. So I think, honestly, pretty relatively soon, um, it's all done. Yeah. We just got the ones that I sent you right there. Those are all the mm-hmm. machine ones. So, oh, yeah. I haven't even. I um, it's Seal. They did it. They, in Loki, I feel like it's a little bit better. Did they bring one? Mass production. Huh. Yeah. So it passed everything. And. Yeah, we just have to mass produce it now. So yeah. we'll definitely have that to you guys relatively soon. Mm-hmm. I can't wait because yeah. I myself need one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not so much about y'all. It's more like I... Right. What y'all, am I going to use? Y'all are just... What do I get? Y'all are lucky that, you know, you kind of get the, the result of us needing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that Lola approved it. Right. Because if, if Lola was still itchy, it would have been like, mm. Yeah, we, that was really the big test. Like, yeah. there were two tests. It was, what does the consistency look like? And is it going to work for Lola? Because if the yeah. ingredients are even a little bit off, she would have been itchy. And if she was itchy, that would have told me this ain't this ain't right. Go back to the drawing yep. board. Let's, let's get back in the lab and, and fix it up. Because so, yeah. we had two people working on, two companies working mm-hmm. on a formula for us. Yep. And the other company just, I don't know Child. what they're doing. Crazy. They need to give me my money back, though. For real. Because that's the conversation we need I to for, have. I'd be forgetting to even, like, you know, like, when I be sitting, like, I'd be forgetting to even just figure that out. I forget about her all the time. She's very forgettable. Very forgettable. <laughs> She's extremely forgettable. That's funny. You know, I, mm-mm. We gotta, yeah, we gotta get the money back for that. But, um, yeah, we're excited to get this. This out to you guys. I'm going to try it right now. Oh, I like that. This looks like a different jar, too. And I feel like it smells nicer. Or is... Well, you're sick, so... (laughs) (laughs) I smell more... It smells a little more powdery and lavender-y, I think. I smell more of the lavender, Mm -hmm. though. It feels so nice. Like, I just love that there's... There's no like. Look, I have, I have the other one in my purse. Oh. I carry it in my purse. Are they the same numbers? I think it's a, this. Let's see. Different. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I um, yeah, I carry because you gave me three before, so I gave, I gave one to Lola. Lola gave one to my my mother, <laughs> and then I kept one for myself. And I keep mine in my purse because yeah. it just feels so good on my hands. It moisturizes them really, really well, but they're not greasy and like slippery, so yeah. I can still touch things. Yeah. And you don't get like you know that film when you feel something on your hands. I yeah. hate that, and you don't get that with this. It's crazy. It's my fa- and I have tried so many different hand creams. Yeah. Because I love having like just something in my bag after I wash my hands. I don't like having my hands feel dry. So, I've just cycled through so many of them, and for no, this is my fave. Yeah, yeah. it really, really. I was like, I was kind of shook. Yeah, kind of shook. like, yeah, yeah. This is the product. <laughs> I'm really like, and I. That's why I'm. We're trying our hardest. Like, don't 
I mean, if it doesn't work, then don't eat us up. But we're trying our hardest to include some samples in um, everybody who's done their pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So so that you guys can start, you know, using it and falling in love with it, too. Because yeah. I think that's part of the reason why we love it so much is not just because it works, but it just feels good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. another reason for the girls to, like Brie, Brie said, yep. get your bundles. Get your bundles. Do your pre-orders right now. And uh, yeah, because we're we're definitely trying to put some some body butter samples in all those pre order pre order packages. So yeah, so you can start using it and falling in love with it because it's a really great product. Like if for any we if for any reason we were to ever like shut down Baby Mama, mm-hmm. I would need us to make like at least like three thousand more body butters yeah. to just kind of backstop. Yeah, for us. no problem. <laughs> yeah, just. Put it aside. Exactly. <laughs> like, we don't make products no more, but we still got this. We still got that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I put a special aside to give to my mom because I know she'll love it. Yeah. Um, But head on over to uh, what y'all need to do is y'all need to go to babymamabrand.com and mm-hmm. place your pre-orders if you haven't already. Yes. Um, But you said we have an email? Yeah, we have an email. Okay. It's from Brenda. She says, hi, Tia and Solomon. I'm so happy for you guys and thankful that you're bringing us along for your journey. Question for Tia. Have you told the girls yet about the baby? If so, how did the conversation go? And if not, how will you break the news? Question for Solomon. Will this podcast continue after the baby? Is- That's a question for me, too. Ooh. This is my podcast, too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Will this podcast continue after the baby is here? Also, are you going to show us the baby or be like those parents who hide their kids' faces? Love you guys, Brenda. I wonder if this is the same person that asked you. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 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 about the hiding the baby. Your answer was very spot on. That's, I didn't show Lily for the, I think she was two, three months old when I showed her face finally. She had to grow into her face. Yeah. Especially because she was a vaginal delivery. So say they be eating all scrunchy. Mm-hmm, they do. They all do. Scrunching the face. They do. They have to pass through that canal and things be happening. So yeah. I had to let her fluff up a little bit, yeah. and I'm glad I did because Saddle. parent goggles are crazy. Because yeah. you swear, like I just knew, like she was so beautiful and so perfect and so cute. Like you know, as a newborn, like a few like weeks and you know whatever after she was born. But when I look back at pictures, it's not like, oh, my God, you're hideous. But she definitely is not as cute as the mom goggles. So you want to be on the safe side. You want to, like, settle in. (laughs) Right, right. Fluff up a little bit. It's like when you get a new rug, you put it down, you let it kind of settle. Yeah. (laughs) Or new comforter has to Mm -hmm. fluff out. Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) My sister got a a fur made. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's, like, custom (laughs) just for her. Yeah. It's the person who did one of my my coats. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, when you get it, you have, like, this is not like when you buy a fur in the store. Right. You're going to smell the dye. Yeah. You know, it just literally, they just probably killed the damn animal. No, sorry, (laughs) y'all who are animal lovers. I am an animal lover, too. I don't buy fur anymore. (laughs) But, you know, they probably just killed a damn animal and Mm -hmm. then they put the coat together. Yeah. And it's been treated. So, like, you're, when you take it out, you're, it's going to smell crazy. Yes. And I said, just sit that out in a room yep. and let it air let out. Let it air out. It take, like, a couple days. And mm-hmm. my sister did. But, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Same I'm with the baby. Let this baby air out. Yep. <laughs> let, let the baby breathe. Yeah. <laughs> let it air Shake out. it out a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fluff it up. Yes. <laughs> That's and, so funny. You know, like. On one end, like, I, it's crazy because I think if this wasn't, if how, if my profession wasn't what it is, 
I could see myself having a kid very privately, very Mm -hmm. quiet. Yeah. Where I honestly, if I mean, I probably wouldn't even tell anyone I had a kid. Just like a very close... I, yeah. I I literally see how that could be my reality. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that's not, it kind of really goes back to what I was saying earlier is when you pr- present your life out there and you use, you know, inadvertently your life is being so, not sold, but like, you get what I'm saying? Like Monetized. Yeah. yeah. You're monetizing your life mm-hmm. and your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Then there has to be something where you give people, you have to, there has to be an exchange. And right. I do believe in that. And I know yeah. some people are like, you don't have to do that. I don't know. I feel like you kind of do. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you're an influencer, if you're a celebrity, if you are a, a public figure or whatever, there you have to give people something. Yes. You know, you can't tag people along for nine months talking about having a baby and then don't show the damn baby. Right, and right. you're doing all that weird shit like... Or do or do what Halle Bailey did, hide your pregnancy and then expect everybody to care about it. After right. <laughs> yeah. Like Miss Thing. Right, like girl. Girl. Please, don't nobody care now. <laughs> so like I... I generally, I have no problems yeah. sharing things. I've never had a problem. Yeah. Um. Probably when I cross that road to when they're here, I'll reanalyze. But as of, as of right now, I don't really foresee myself hiding things. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll ever be that person who's going to have a photo and, and then put like a little heart, over heart the baby. or something over mm-hmm. the baby's face. Like, yeah. you know, like... I'm not Michael Jackson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see why Michael did that. Yes. You know, I don't really see anything ish, ish, issues with it. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to, like, be a security risk for my child. Mm-hmm. I am the security risk. Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all gotta... I won't blow your access to the ring. Right, right, so, right. You gotta reach no this before <laughs> you, you can. This. Right, right. That is so, so funny. I don't know. I just don't feel like I would care about yeah. stuff like that initially. The only thing I probably would care about is just making sure that baby air out a little bit. Right. Soon. Yeah, right. I feel like babies would be looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I would say, and if... I mean, my girls are five and 10 now, so it's different. But if we were going through this, because I think me being attached to you in this way now has kind of opened me up to a new audience and more people. Um, And so if my kids were little, little, I would probably share them differently than I do now that they're older. Um, If I if it were me. I would probably show my baby's face, yes. Um, There's no harm in that. But I think I would be um, selective with other things I share. Because I feel like people, even when they're well-meaning, people have a lot of opinions. Mm -hmm. Especially when they've been anticipating a child for so long. It almost becomes like a... Yeah, Yeah. there's a line that sometimes gets crossed a little bit. Because people get a little too comfortable and familiar. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I probably wouldn't show my baby in their car seat because you're going to get 50 million opinions about how they're buckled in. I wouldn't show my baby in their crib because you're going to get, you know, essays on crib safety and what is and isn't. Or, you know, them playing on the floor with the cats and then, uh, you know, comment about them being on the floor, being with the cats. And like, there's just so many opinions and everybody kind of wants to be like an armchair parent when it's not their child. 
And there's certain things that are like safety. Like if I saw somebody, you know, Snapchatting with their newborn in the front seat while they're driving down the road, I'd say something for sure. (laughs) But, you know, you also have to think about, you know, is this person family? Like, you know, if I saw my sister buckle her baby in and the straps weren't tight or I saw you do it, I would say, hey, you want to make sure the straps are like this? You want to, you know, and I'd, I'd let you guys know what's the proper safe way to do things. But I... I would be more mindful if it were a stranger, someone I didn't know, or if it weren't something that were possibly life-threatening and it was just yeah. a matter of opinion. And I think when you share more life, like day-to-day things about your kid rather than just like cute little picture here of them in their outfit or, you know, whatever, it opens up to just a lot of opinion. Um, because, you know, as much as I think we love the you know, people who follow us and listen and everything, there is a very, there's a familiarity that they have. And sometimes, like the other day, you saw opinions. <laughs> it's like, ah, you're forming a very strong opinion. And I think sometimes people forget that they only get to see a very small fraction of our lives. I think we do a good job of feeling very open and public and transparent And, you know, nothing, not that we hide things, but some things are private. And by nature, you can't publicly share 100% of your life. You're not walking around with like a GoPro strapped to your head. Mm -hmm. So people, even if you share tons, they're still only going to get a portion of the picture. So it's like, you know, you're forming an opinion based off of limited information. Limited info. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's, if anything, I don't think that the, the conversation is, are you going to show the baby's face or not? For sure going to do that. But um, hell, I mean, this kid's probably going to end up being like a sticker. Like their face will probably be on a sticker, like free with purchase or some shit. <laughs> no, like honestly, like. Or part of an ad campaign for yeah. baby mama. Like you'll see this baby. It's just yeah. the day-to-day parenting choices, yeah. I think, that are made are what. If it were if if it, if I were to give any advice, I would say to keep that closer to your chest because as a parent, it's going to drive you fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like I think when I first things kind of got more eyes on me, mm-hmm. like four years ago, it was very kind of not star- well, it was a little startling to be like an influx of. people just putting, giving you Mm -hmm. like their comments. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of new for me. Um, Just because I do, I came from a music background to where like the only comments you ever got were like music related things or like people who were involved, like, like your music. Yeah. So like people commenting on your day to day life was very like personal new for me. Yeah. And so now like after like four or five years of that, I'm much more like, you know, I it doesn't really sting mm-hmm. like it used to. Um, like even yesterday, I had to catch myself because somebody asked me, I forgot what they asked. I saw me. it. That's what I was talking about a minute ago. The, and so I had to how you talk to the cats and this and that. And I'm like, bitch. Well, well, um, there was that, but I, I responded pretty nice to that. Yeah, 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 you did. But then there was somebody was like, So basically, you're not even gonna be the parent, you're just gonna hire a bunch of names. Uh, mm-hmm. And my response was Literally, quote, bitch, fuck you, go to hell. 
And you know what's funny? When I saw your answer, the other one about I'm going to have a nanny possibly too, I was like, oh, someone's going to have something to say about that too. Yep. I said, bitch, fuck you, go to hell. <laughs> Came back in like 10 minutes. Everybody was cackling. That's like, hilarious. They were like living. I was yeah. like, you know what? Let it go. So like, <laughs> delete it. Move on. That's funny. Because that's part of the gig. You yeah. know, I think there's certain things that you have to like, I feel like, and maybe this is my uh, wrong way of thinking, but I just feel like if there's a trade-off mm-hmm. of like, this is what you, your life could be like, but you're going to have to have some of this. Yeah. You have to kind of understand like that's part of the gig. That's yeah. part of what you signed up. If you don't want people saying shit like that, get a real regular job, get a nine to five. There's plenty right. out there. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty out there. Yeah. You know, get a nine to five job. If mm-hmm. that's not how you want to make your money, if that's not how you want to live and you want to be creative or do whatever it is that you want to do, then understand that that's part of the gig. Yeah. So sometimes I'll see those comments and I'm like, bitch, that's part of the gig. (laughs) Let it go. I wonder if your sentiment will not change, but shift a little bit once they're here. Because... I mean, sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes I feel like parenting will make you sensitive in ways it didn't before. Like, having an opinion on me, okay, and having an opinion on my child, what's your IP address? Because I'm going to track your house down and find you. We're going to talk face to face. Yeah, yeah. I know you will. Bitch, I'll be finding addresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I found a few. So. I know you will. Right. And you will send greeting cards to them. every, Every month. It's Black History Month right now. Mm-hmm. For yeah, sure did. <laughs> Can't take cloth everywhere. <laughs> so, you know, I think sometimes when it, like, like for me, like, and, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, if the girls were smaller, I probably wouldn't. And I don't even feel like I share that much about them, really, you know, Um but even as much as I do share, I would probably share even less if they were smaller because I like when they're little, little there's just so much to have opinions about when kids are smaller than as they get older, really. Um, and I don't think I think that would be my one little no go zone. You know, it's like I you don't get to have an opinion on my parenting. You don't get to have an opinion on what I do with my child, you know. I'm not raising my children around a village of idiots. I'm not raising my children, you know, on my own with no other, you know, opinions of the people that are around us on a day to day. Like, I'm not doing anything with or to my child that will be a disservice to them or a harm to them. So that's off limits. Um, And I think there's just this natural instinct that kicks into you when you become a parent that it kicks in before parenting like now but it really like goes full force once your child is actually on the outside in the world and they're physically here for you to protect it's just something that that shifts in you that is like no like you don't get to even remotely think you have an opinion you know so i wonder if i feel like it will yeah. shift and i know i know myself like i know how cuz still at I the end will. of the day you don't have to even if people do say things you it's you don't have to take it into consideration you don't yeah. like it, it means 
literally nothing. Like it's not going to change anything in your life. So you really could end up being like still not, you know, letting it roll off. Yeah. But you might, you might, you might not. I don't know. I think now I'm just kind of, which I'm kind of glad that things are going the way it is. And I am taking people on this journey because mm-hmm. I think it's, my theory is I'm kind of preparing for that. Yeah. So like, let me kind of process those things now mm-hmm. because that did kind of, I don't want to say, it didn't hurt my feelings. It yeah. didn't get at me at all. Yeah. But to see someone being like, oh, so you're not going to be the parent. Bitch, are you fucking for real? Right. Your fucking struggle is not mine. Right. I'm not sorry that you dealt with that. I'm not sorry that you didn't have sleep and right. all that stuff. Yes. I still have three businesses to run. Yes. I still have two podcasts to do. That's literally my income. That's how this child's going to be fed. I want to be dialed into my kid. Yeah. I want to be fully zoned in and be the best, most present parent as I possibly can. If that means I'm not washing fucking by, um, bottles and doing laundry, then so be it. Yeah. I don't think that I'm not convinced that's what's going to make me a great parent. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. And the thing is, like, because I was thinking about it earlier, too, when I was getting ready. Like, I already know having nannies is going to open you up to comments like that, which is wild when you think about it, because if you and I were a traditional heterosexual couple, no one would say that because guess who the nanny would be? Me. (laughs) The mom. You know, and you would run your businesses and be the typical dad who doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. Who gets their sleep because they have. Yeah. You are one person by yourself. One person. The nanny is essentially taking the role of the mother or the other parent that would be here in a traditional situation. So it's like, you know, it's not if, if, if this were traditional and I were here and the one getting up in the middle of the night while you slept and washing bottles while you packed orders and doing all of those things and taking care of this child while you, you know, held down the home and made the money and all that, no one would bat an eye. And so it really is that same sort of structure. And no one would question if you were a parent, they would assume when you're not working, that you are bonding with your child and being a present father. Mm-hmm. And nothing about that changes just because we're taking out the mom and putting in a hired assistant and hired help to fill that role. Mm-hmm. You know? So it really is the same thing. And I, you know, I guess maybe it's jarring for people to think of it in a nanny structure. But when you compare it to a typical two-parent household, it's not so, you know, out of the ordinary. Yeah. It's it's pretty normal and pretty typical and healthy because yeah. it's better for you to be rested and of sound mind and be able to pour into your child in the important ways than to be sleep deprived for the sake of saying you're sleep deprived. It's really weird, the culture that we have kind of created around parenting and this like mm. almost hazing that people feel is necessary yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. oh you need to experience the sleeplessness and the you know breakdown and the this and the that and then on the other hand people want to yell about having a village and you know having support and it's like well what do you want people to do do you want them to have a village and have the support they need and be able to yeah. shift into their role as parents gracefully and healthily or do you want people to go through mental breakdowns and you know, postpartum psychosis and postpartum depression and postpartum OCD and all these different things parents go through that, yes, have to do with women and changing hormones, but also can affect a dad, a single dad who is 
going through mental health issues and mental struggles because of the lack of sleep. Humans aren't meant to yeah. not sleep. You know, that we use those as torture tactics. I am grumpy if I get below six hours of sleep. Right. Like, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, what, would you rather him use a nanny and get, you know, his eight hours of sleep, be able to work uninterrupted for a few hours a day and, you know, bring money into the house to support this child and to, you know, be able to be a good parent when he is dialed into his kid? Or do you want him to be the parent 24 hours a day and run three businesses 24 hours a day and be up throughout the night with a newborn and finally crack and then he's no good to this child emotionally or financially. Because the 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 thing that I know for sure is, yeah, I say in theory, I'm like, oh, I would love to get my eight hours. But I know myself, I'm going to be up. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to like get eight hours of deep sleep. Right, right, right. I'll still be doing You'll so much. You'll peek like, in and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like the one thing I'm... The last couple of days I've been realizing is, and I didn't, I felt, okay, a part of this I will t- talk to you about off the mic, mm-hmm. but like, a part of me was like, bitch, come down to earth, Solomon. <laughs> this is not your reality. But then I started looking at the numbers and the logistics of it, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's not your reality in the bigger sense of things, but it is still you're still getting some of the trickle down or like you're still getting some of the symptoms of mm-hmm. it. Meaning, um, like if I'm getting like on a daily, an average, a million, a million and a half views in 24 hours, that's still a million and a million and a half people viewing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's more than being on a hit television show. That's mm-hmm. more than being on. Yeah. Most people don't get that many views specifically mm-hmm. on just them. Yeah. Like on a television show, and you're an ensemble. It's cast? multiple. All right. Yeah. So I started looking. I was reading. Um, don't even know, ask me why I started reading this. <laughs> Priscilla Presley's book mm-hmm. with Elvis. Mm-hmm. And they get to the chapter where she has um, Lisa Marie, their daughter. Yeah. And just, I mean, of course, that's Elvis. Yeah. So it's not. And then it's like, she was like, nobody views me the same. Like, it's more like about Elvis. Yes. And then and then you're getting judged on being a mom. Yeah. And it's like all these like different things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was looking into how people perceive Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz's child. And like mm-hmm. just different like moments where people, so many eyes were on a pregnancy. Yeah. And how the public perceived it. Yeah. And how the people who it was affected, how it how it worked for them. Yeah. Granted, not my not my reality, but there's aspects of it that I'm like, okay. So when I'm reading these things and so I'm like, oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. I see bits of that. Yep. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. But it's like it is a very unique situation to go into parenthood for the first time. Yes. With so many eyes on yeah. you, even though those eyes are supportive and yeah. everyone's excited, yeah, but it is a unique experience that doesn't happen to all parents. Yeah. So, me having to navigate being a, a dad for the first time, a single dad for the first time, mm-hmm. on top of that, is a very unique thing that I think not so many people go through. Yeah. So, yes, I'm sure I'll probably make mistakes, but I think now I'm just trying to like. Okay, if that's going to be my reality, 
start dialing back or, yeah. or start managing your expectations and your emotions now yes. mm-hmm. so you don't spiral over dumb shit when they get here. Totally. So I'm just trying to like... I'm starting to like tune into that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I even do it with with pregnancy because, you know, there's a lot I don't share. And, you know, I'll take a picture of something or I'll eat something or do something, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to post that. Don't need opinions on that. Because, <laughs> you know, as soon as you post it, you'll get some. And it's like, yeah. it's overwhelming to to feel that because... On the on the other side of that coin, it's this one person watching another person. But for the person that's being watched, it's thousands of people watching them. And this one opinion turns into 10 opinions, turns into 100, turns into 1,000 opinions. Yeah. And it can be very overwhelming. And even when it's positive, you know, yeah. even when it's happy and well wishes and good— it can still be a lot and it can feel overwhelming. And I told someone the other day, it feels being pregnant right now in this public way feels very like being like a princess carrying like the air. And you're just kind of like, everyone's watching your womb and waiting and, it has expectations and excitement and all of this. And you're just like kind of there like, okay, <laughs> here yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. And it can be a lot. It's like you and you like you're just you're this oven for this this big event and this big thing. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's a very it's a very fishbowl type of environment. And it's not everyone experiences that and understands that. And when you are in that space, it is very strange. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it, but that's what I'm saying. Like the last few days, it really, I dialed into the idea of you can't deny the fact that this is a very unique situation yeah. that most people do not go through. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not Elvis. Yes, you're not right. Desi Arnaz. But you're still one Public. of the, those people. Like yeah. you're still in that realm. Yep. And you know, in levels, but it's still you're still dealing with having to navigate that. Yeah. And sometimes it's even more than them. Because they were famous, but people didn't have direct access to them. Yeah. Like people have That's to us. True. You know, it was publications and tabloids and there was paparazzi that could take their picture and then print it the next day and you, you know, distribute it. Right. If and you want to let them know your opinion. Exactly. But it's like you couldn't be in their inbox. You couldn't respond to a story and directly access them. So in a way, it's even more intense yeah. than it was for them. No, I I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then also like even for you, like this. It's interesting to kind of sit back and think, you know, when you even other people who are doing surrogacy and all these, even just regular pregnancy, it's interesting because it's like even that doesn't really apply to you mm-hmm. because it's you're not, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. one thing to carry someone's child privately and just kind of go through day to day stuff, mm-hmm. but then for it to also be very public and yeah. Like, so many people want more of, like, info Mm -hmm. and just... And and it's, like I said, it's well wishes. Yeah. But I think it is... I think it's an interesting thing to navigate. Yeah. 
because you're trying to navigate it under the guise of like what it would be like to do this privately. Yes. And it's like you can't navigate it like that. You have to navigate it like it is public. Public, because it is, yeah. And so it's a very interesting like... Yeah. It's very interesting to kind it's of... It's an interesting dynamic in. to navigate, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. I love what I do. I'm not yeah. complaining, but it is... It's just you ha- You can't... I think I kind of throw or kind of forget, like, oh, you're just like, who cares? Like, nobody really cares about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. But then I look at the numbers and it's like, oh, a million people. Yeah. I can't quantify a million people. I couldn't fit a million people in this house. I know. You know, it's crazy so, in this I, neighborhood. This neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This whole neighborhood. Yeah. So when I think of that, I'm like, okay, Solomon, I get what you're saying, but please be dialed into yeah. the idea that like, bitch, yeah. this is a little bit not right. normal. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I got to figure that out. Right. And navigate it. Yeah. It's but again, put it changing for the world, but yeah. it is definitely a unique situation. Yeah. And I think we're lucky too, because for every one sideways or negative thing that's said, there's like 10,000 that are so positive. So it's really nice. And I see, you know, so many other people who are public figures and you look at their comment sections and it's fucking wild. People are so disrespectful and crazy and boundaryless and just nasty, you know? And so for that to not be our experience with the numbers that we see is really a blessing. Yeah. No, I'm, I pinch myself about that all the mm-hmm. time and I don't understand. I try to make some rhyme and reason. Yeah. So I have two friends. Both of them have been on the same t- television show mm-hmm. and one of them, their comments are pretty like wild and crazy mm-hmm. and I'm not excusing it, but I'm like, okay, I can kind of see yeah. why. I think I know which one you're talking you know, about. You know, I see because <laughs> that's the television show. Mm-hmm. I can see people perceiving the quote-unquote drama between you and another castmate. Or, mm-hmm. I can see it. I don't think it's warranted, but I can... It makes it, sense. It makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not on those shows, so I get why nobody is in my comments like that. Right. But there's another... One of my friends who was on the same show, and she is just the sweetest woman. Like that has mm-hmm. she just she literally sits there and eats her food, right? Eating really her just, food, mind her business, drinking her water, <laughs> and she's never really online. She don't you. I don't even think you really hear her speak much. Yeah, she doesn't really have anything really to say. Yeah, but then the comments are crazy. Yeah, and so it. I'm like it when I see stuff like that. I'm like. I'm so blessed that that's not yeah. my situation. Yeah. And it's still kind of, and I can't make any rhyme or reason about it, but. And we do be saying and doing some crazy, like, no, we give I, them the material. No, I get, that's the thing. Which is wild. Because both of them don't act the way I do online. Yes. I mean, I can cry. I literally told yeah. a bitch, bitch, fuck you, go to hell. Right. And got laughs. And got laughs. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay, fuck her, right. hell. <laughs> I told her it should go to hell. That is so funny. I and, know. And people live. Like, yeah. You know, and so... I see some celebrities, they'll literally post, like, a beautiful family photo. And there'll be somebody on there with something negative to say. And it's like, really? That? That's what you picked apart today? You know what I also Crazy. think? <laughs> when it comes to us... People know they'll get eaten alive. They know. 
they tread real carefully. <laughs> know who to fuck with, and it ain't us. Careful, because I promise you, bitch. <laughs> Go eat that ass I literally up. ate somebody up <laughs> a couple days ago, and this is so embarrassing. I'm going to fuck your dad, and I should not be doing stuff like this on the internet. But, like... That's funny. Somebody said... Okay. I can't say this without laughing. Somebody was like, call me ugly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care. I, didn't, yeah. I was like, I don't really care. Right. But then they were like, oh, you need to get a nose job and you need to fix this and whatever, whatever. Like, just trying to eat me up. And I said, let me click on this real quick. I said, oh, no. And I saw what they looked like. Mm-hmm. Baby, I just needed a little bit of info. That is like, so a little funny. information on them, yep. what they look like. Right. Just send it to the moon and back. I said, bitch, first off, you look like Gypsy Rose. Ah! I said, you look like a hyper. If 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 Carson Kressley and Gypsy Rose had a child, that's what you would look like. That's hilarious. Bitches were dying. <laughs> I was eating him up over and over and over again. And then he would come back with a little something. Right. Like, all right. Bringing it to him again. It was like about a nose. I said, oh, my nose needs to be fixed with that beak that you have. <laughs> Bitches was like, I was like, I will go right. in on you. Right. Do not try Don't me. fucking play. Don't. Don't play. I'll, I'll I'll eat you up. My friend was um, a journalist. He was like, somebody said something. And it wasn't too mean. It was just like, just a haphazard comment. Mm-hmm. And my friend, because um, it was on one of his things, and he said, don't try it with that one. Yeah. That's not the one. No, don't. no, no, no. no. Anybody with that? Anybody with him? Don't try that one. Yeah. I was like, oh. No, that he said so something funny. like, not too much on that one. Right. For real. Let me let me warn. Let me save you from yourself right the fuck now. So I think like uh-huh. I think people know like you know you're not gonna get a response from my two friends who are on those shows like yeah you're not gonna well you well one of them you will <laughs> but for the most part they do behave themselves online yeah. whereas I know I don't oh I won't so I'm always like yeah why and, don't I get the negative shit? I know yeah people are scared I'll never forget the the same man I've been sending postcards to he um he tried me. He tried me and not hold it. Can we rewind <laughs> the same man I've been sending postcards to? So I'll tell the full story. So I, I don't even remember where <laughs> this all started. It was on Instagram, but I don't even remember the post. Um, but this man has some crazy shit to say to me, and he thought he was safe because he had a private page. His Instagram was private, and his profile picture was it wasn't even a per. it was like a, a sign in like the woods or some shit like it was not a person mm. so you know you feel real safe because i can't you don't think i can clock you and come for you but i found you i found you i found all your kids i found your wife <laughs> i found your whole fucking family i know what your house looks like inside and out oh shit <laughs> I know everything about you, sir. Inside and out. Yeah, so I went the fuck in. And my response to him was very, very specific. It was about him. It was about what his wife looked like. Because I told him something like, if you... Yeah, you remember? Because I said, if if, if your wife ran as much as you run your mouth, she wouldn't be so fucking bad. Or some shit, because she was Yo, a heavier lady. Comedy. Yes. It's one of those those comebacks that, like, when you hear, you gotta, like, log in the back of your mind, like, well, I'm gonna use this right. next time. That's oh, a good one. <laughs> that, like, I love that. If, bitch, I can't wait for somebody to say something yes. about Wade so I can be like, bitch, if you ran as much as you run your motherfucking mouth, right? That was right. so run your comedy. Feet the way you run your mouth. Run and his he, feet the way you yes. And oh. something was jacked up with his teeth. Like, I, but I clocked him and he was fucking shook. Cause it's like, bitch, my profile is private. My mm-hmm. picture's not here. Got How do you that. know what I look like and my wife and my, like, yep. And his response was, 
that's low to talk about my wife and didn't say shit else after that. Because <laughs> you already know. Yeah, you done, got, you done stuck your foot in some shit. You with the right one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thought you could play. And I guarantee you, he pro- he's probably too shook to ever tell anybody online ever again. But see, I feel like that's such a great experience (laughs) to have. It's a priceless experience to be able to, like, be not humbled, but, like, put in your place to be like, all right, bitch. You got that one. Watch it. Watch what you say with people. Yep. Yep. It's a good reminder. Yeah. To act right. And it's also, like, when it comes to, like, eating the girls up on the internet, I just feel like my rule of thumb is... I don't understand how people insult with things that are could be used against you. Yeah. Like Cardi B had a tweet recently, like not recently. Yeah. Like, you ever see a bitch sub herself and be like, bitch, that's, bitch, you. that's you. Right. Like, yes. I was like, bitch, would that be? Right. Your, your beak. Right. Of all the things that you could have said to me, right. Mm-hmm. That honker, get out of here. Look like Gonzo. <laughs> right. That is fucking hilarious. Uh, yes, yep. That is so funny. Oh, I love. And I'm like, you know what, Solomon, don't do it. <laughs> like, don't, you know, try to, I'm trying to be in my sweetheart era. Right, right. I'm trying to be like, you know, sweetheart and just a nice person. But... They're going to make you, they're going to make you act the fool. But I think, but I feel like when you, when you show people a little bit of that side, I think it is beneficial just because it lets people taste. know, don't fuck with me. Yep. And, like, when people be like, oh, what was it like being bullied as a kid? I said, bitch, bully. Right? What do you mean? I never got bullied. I beat bitches up. Yeah. Like, you knew not to fuck. I was not the one you fucked with. I, I, they, they bullied every other gay kid. They never right. bullied Skip me. right on over they, you and keep going. They said, uh-huh. now this one, this one's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's small and short, but he's crazy. Crazy, Leave yeah. Leave the fuck alone. Yep. And people did. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you got to let the girls know, like, I'm yep. actually not the one to fuck with. Yep. Maybe somebody else, but this Probably. one right here, leave me alone. It's like back in the day, like when kings would like, if they killed someone, they'd put the head on a stake outside the kingdom. So everybody kind of knew like, that could be you. Get in line, get in line. Yep. You, wanna, you, wanna, you want shows on the other Should side? I, right. You care? Right. To... I could use a pair. <laughs> would you like to join them? Right. Yep. Gotta, gotta send that warning shot out. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Is this a gun? Is this a... <laughs> no, Tia brought me a gift. It was so sweet. Um, but it's in like, I, what do you call this? It's a it's a case. It's a metal, like it's a black metal, like briefcase kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah, briefcase. Like a briefcase. And she said, oh, this is for you. And I'm like, is this a gun? It's very heavy. <laughs> it's literally like what you would put a big ass like mm-hmm. Desert Eagle in. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Yeah. It's champagne, like, but it was sh- it was champagne and like two flutes and like some like champagne couture Little accessories and stuff. and stuff. Yeah, so it was really sweet. But I was like, oh is this a gun? I'm like, I've been needing one, but like, right? I didn't know this is how it would come. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, but wait, we still got to finish this email. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So we answered one out of four questions. <laughs> So the next question is the the other question for you was will this podcast continue after the baby's here? Um yeah I mean yeah that's a question for both of us but yeah of course like Yeah. We didn't we didn't want this to be like a podcast about like literally the name is life in progress. Yeah. So it's about us doing our building our brand, um navigating friendship, parent, you know, we'll have tons of topics to talk mm-hmm. about for forever like we haven't we're 
like today, even though we haven't gotten into it, we we're gonna talk about the Grammys. Yeah, we're talk about Drake's dick. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, we still got things to like talk about. Yep. So exactly. And I will say, like sometimes, um, even when I'm doing my own podcast, even when it's it's a little harder to get on the mic for my own podcast just mm-hmm. because I'm like. I don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when it's with you, it's like, oh, I'm, it's, you know, like, when you have, It's like, just conversation that yeah. we'd have anyway. We're just recording So it's it. nice to have that. Yeah. And it is actually nice to have banter with a host instead mm-hmm. of just talking to yourself. Right, exactly. So it's um, something I would totally keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if anything were to change, it might be our frequency, because once he has a newborn... And, you know, even right now, like last week, we didn't have an episode because I was sick. So, you know, there might be times when we don't get episodes every single week, but there it's we have intentionally structured this podcast to stand independently of the pregnancy. Like that is just one piece of this entire puzzle. So, um, yeah, the baby being born will not will not stop the podcast. Yeah. Um. My questions were, have you told your girls yet about the baby? If so, how'd the conversation go? If not, how will you break the news? So I have not talked to the kids about this because, like, I'm not planning on talking to them yet for one reason that I can't disclose quite yet. And then, ooh, can I have some? And then also because I want us to most importantly get to, like, You know, out of the first trimester, I think it's kind of a unique situation where, you know, most people don't announce pregnancies publicly until they're kind of in the safe zone, which is past the three month mark. Um, The way because of the way naturally this whole thing unfolded, of course, you guys knew way before that. Um, But fact still remains you know, we're not in that, you know, out of, out of, we're not in that safe zone yet of being further along than three months. So for private reasons and also wanting to get to that safe zone, um, we have not talked to the girls yet. I just didn't think it would be smart to have this conversation, then God forbid anything were to not go to plan, then I have to have another conversation with them. It's just not necessary. Um, but I say all that to say, it's really not some big, like, huge conversation for me. You know, um, my kids are pretty smart. And they're. I've always been a very just straightforward open mom I'm not one of those moms that like hides stuff and like sugarcoats things and you know tries to make things more kid friendly or palatable like I tell my kids what it is and they're able to process it and navigate it pretty easily um it is funny Lola said not too long ago because I always mess with them. They both in their little classes have little boys that they have like crushes on. And so I mess with them. And she, Lola goes, you have a boyfriend too? I said, oh, do I? She goes, yeah. I, I said, who? Definitely thought she was not going to say who she said. But she goes, Uncle Solomon. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> and I said, this is going to be a lot 
harder yeah. to, to this case is gonna be harder to yeah. fight when she realizes <laughs> I'm also pregnant with his baby. Right. Like, that's really not gonna add up. <laughs> but I thought he wasn't she's your boyfriend. Up, she's not buying it. No, she's like, oh, this ain't adding up. That's that's your <laughs> man, mom. That is your man. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. But um yeah, no, I it, it's not going to be some big, weird conversation. It's just going to be, look, you know, Uncle Solomon wanted to have a baby. <laughs> and, you know, in order to do that, he you, you have to have a man and a woman. And so I'm helping Uncle Solomon have his baby. And this will be kind of like a little brother for you guys. And it'll be fun because you get all the perks of like a little sibling and you don't have to share your toys or your room or your space or anything else. So it's great. Um... And, you know, I think that will be super easy to um, understand. You know, it's interesting is like, I get why a lot of this is intriguing Mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, not confusing, but like something that is very perplexing to some people on how to navigate it. It makes sense. Like on the surface, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. To me, it it seems so easy. Yeah. You know, like, I get asked all the time, how are you going to tell your kid how they got here, bitch? I mean, like, just... Regular. Honestly, I... I'd rather do that right. than explain to my kid, oh, I went to a bank and got random people eggs. Right. And we don't know who your mom is. Yeah. Like, I would be way more comfortable explaining this mm-hmm. situation. And I'm just still a firm believer, like... As long as you have that relationship to where you can talk freely with your kids without using stupid shit like, you know, dad is away. No, dad's in jail. Right, exactly. Your Uh, daddy in jail. Your daddy's in jail. (laughs) Right. Your dad, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, kids will understand it much more. I feel like it's interesting because I think it's hard for adults to wrap their head around things. Mm-hmm. For kids, it's like, oh, It's very cool. simple. Next yeah. Fun. Exactly. Move right along. Yeah. I totally think the the hardest part about navigating this type of conversation is the fact that there is a possibility, depending on how you have the conversation, there's a possibility you have to explain sex to your kid. <laughs> um, and it's like, do we want to explain that to our kids yeah. yet? Maybe not. Like, the ins and outs of it, because... We're ha- like we're creating a baby, but it's not through sex. It's through this other method, and we have to explain to them that this is not the normal method. But what is the normal method? And it's it's yeah. that. If anything, it's like I don't necessarily want to explain. Gets, like, well, why does Uncle Solomon? It's like, well, he just wants to be single. Yeah, he doesn't want to get married. Yeah, he doesn't want. And marriage isn't for everyone. Exactly. Being and in a relationship think, isn't for everyone. Yeah. And, and I think so, it's it's. Yeah. It's nice with my family, especially because we are so different. You know, my dad, my my dad's mom was adopted. Um, you know, my parents are together but not married. I'm a single mother and they have two different fathers. Like, we are not the traditional, like, a man and a woman gets married and then they have a baby and they ride off into the sunset and that's the end of the story. Um, you know, my sister is having her own life journey and that's a different thing to like, there's just so many examples that they have right in front of their faces on a daily basis that are not, you know, traditional that this is just one more 
situation. Mm. You know, it's one more different way of having a family amongst the multiple many different ways that they are already very normally normally used to. Mm. So I don't think it's it's not going to be a big conversation. And and yeah, like I'm very honest with my kids, you know. Say like, yeah, your dad's not away. Your dad's they daddy's ain't in jail. But like, it's that same thing. Like, even with them, you know, why they? You asked Lola. Lola, does your mom like your dad? No, (laughs) she knows I don't like her daddy, and she knows why. And I tell them straight up, like, mom takes care of y'all. Your daddies don't take care of your dad. You already know your daddies don't pick you up. Everything financial, I do. I make the money that takes care of you. Like, I'm not that mom that, oh, dad's this and... No. You need to know the truth. Yeah. Period. Your dad, nigga. Your dad, nigga. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I, you know, it just makes more sense. And it, it's less... I think it's less confusing to kids when they get the truth and have the ability yeah. to live with that truth and navigate that truth versus you trying to like sugarcoat and hide and do weird shit like that that doesn't make any sense yeah and then i just feel like you don't trust your parents mm-hmm. you see that they're withholding information yeah doing weird shit yeah 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 i have so many friends that are grown and they're like you know my mom she created this different image of my dad and when i grew up and try to have a relationship with him, I realized, like, my dad's actually a piece of shit. Like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? And it would have saved me being grown, finding this out on my, yeah. you know, on my own so long later. Like, mm-hmm. just be honest, you know? So that's what it is. So just like with everything else, I'm going to be honest with this. Mm-hmm. Easy. So. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, there's a constant set of questions that constantly come up. Mm-hmm. And I can't get upset about him. I'm not upset about him. Yeah. Because it's, again, part of the gig. Mm-hmm. And then two, even if it's not part of, like, our public gig, yeah, I think even as part of, like, a surrogacy thing or, like, even for me with, like, IVF and stuff, it's still part of our gig. Right. So. Exactly. It doesn't It doesn't bother me. And, I, you know, I, I get it. And I don't mind answering questions like this because... Mm-hmm. It is something that people can't wrap their head around, and I wrap, mm-hmm. wrap your head around it. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, like yeah. anything you're not sure of, let's, because get, let's make sure you're sure. <laughs> I think that also alleviates some wild comments, too. Yes. Because people are like, oh, they get it. Like, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll get it. They may not get it at first, but then they're like, okay, we get it. Right. They leave start to understand. Alone. Leave to you alone. Right, you know? right. This hashtag is... leave us alone. Right, hashtag leave us fuck alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, it's definitely, um, I don't know, it gets easier to, to understand. And, you know, I think, be, and I think because we, it's so obviously clear to us that sometimes we have to be like, oh, wait, no, like this is a gray area. Yeah. And it's maybe not so blatantly obvious to people from the outside looking in. Yeah. So I, st- I mean, I, every day, at least every day. Mm-hmm. A few people will always ask, well, is she going to help raise a kid? <laughs> and then it's like, I feel like I've answered this at least 40 times. Yeah. At least 40, 50 yeah. times. But it's still, but I can't get mad about it because it's it's still, it makes like, it's a, a valid question. Like, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. And so it doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but it is definitely one of like, oh yeah, huh. Mm-hmm. Something that's so easy for me to understand isn't, yeah. you know the norm for most yeah 
hell, Brandy asked me yesterday, I think. We were on the phone. And she was like, so, so what, like, what, what's, like, what, what's the plan? And I'm like, I'm carrying Solomon's baby. <laughs> She's like, but, you know, it's different, like, because you're still, like, the mom, like, biologically. And, like, that's going to be my niece or nephew. And, like, that's technically the girl's, like, sibling. And da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's just that's they're not going to live in my house. Like, you know, he doesn't have to, you know, co-parent with me the like in a traditional yeah. way. And like, you know, after I give birth, I'm not going to be the one up in the middle of the night taking care of the kid and also healing at the same time and juggling the girls. Like, it's, you know, it's just... It looks different, and obviously I'm going to be around because we're best friends and we have a business and, yeah. you know, all of that. But <clears throat> I said it's pretty much the same way he's around for Lily and Lola is going to be like that with a third kid in the, yeah. in the crew, you know? Just like he shows up to their Christmas performances. I'm going to be at, you know, this kid's school stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if someone says, who's your mom? They're going to be like, Her. You know, that lady right there. Like, yeah. But other than that, it's just, you know, I'm just caring. I am the vessel that this child is coming through because that's how it has to be. Like, you can't just, it, unfortunately, you can't order kids off Amazon yet. So the <laughs> it has to be this thing way. Is, I started to thinking about, like, even for your sister, you know, I'm like, oh, they'll be cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, but real, bro like, but brother, sister, like, no, like sibling, bro cousin, brother, sister, cousin. <laughs> yeah. like, brother, sister, cousin, right? <laughs> sibling I didn't cousin. want to say it, but like, it's kind of like, because yeah. I sat here at this counter right here and I was yeah. like, it's gonna be like brother, sister, cousin, yep. yeah, yeah, they're siblings and cousins, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's so interesting, like, yeah, yeah they will, um, and I, because I kept thinking, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be so cute if like they became like close friends or yeah you know, like because you know they might be born around the same time exactly and same gender yeah so i'm like oh i know i know i love it it's so funny hi yeah that's hi ryan nuts because then they'll be what are they half siblings yes they we have siblings yeah. biologically yeah, biologically because i would be the mom and two different dads yeah yeah Crazy. <laughs> so it would be kind of, yeah, that's kind of nuts. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like me and my sister. Well, we're not the same. Like my sister and my brother. Yeah. Or Lily and Lala. Yeah. Yeah. And then that would be their bro their their brother cousin. She's having a boy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Brother cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's so nice. I know. The Scorpio. Yo. Crazy. She didn't think that one through very well. <laughs> she was not like us, yeah. mailing her doctor, like, look, what are the dates? <laughs> mm. Crazy. I know. I know. I don't know try to squeeze mm -hmm. a Libra. Yeah. But damn. Yeah. Scorpio. I know. And a man, a boy Scorpio. Ooh, I know. Shakes. I know. She's in for it. Yikes. Wild. She's like, we need more boys in the family. I'm like, all right. If you want. If you want to. I, know. I mean, you know what? 
he'll probably be raised to be nice and sweet yeah. and very loving yeah. and stuff and not toxic. I hope so. Yeah, he will. <laughs> raised by her, yes. Raised by me, probably not. Oh. But raised by her, definitely. Raised by me, completely not. Yeah, no, it'd be hell on wheels. Raised by me. Nope. No, if I had like a Scorpio boy, boy. Because be... I'm already actually toxic. Yeah. In those, I'm not, I don't think I'm a toxic friend. I don't think no. I'm a toxic family member. No. In romantic stuff, I am book, like, like textbooks. Very toxic. toxic. Yeah. Like, really bad. That's so funny. Like, gaslighting, all <laughs> like, I'm just, all of it is That's just, so funny. that is me. I love it. So, if I had a, a son that was a Scorpio, oh, crap. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> a woman would definitely cut his dick off. That's hilarious. For real. I just, I just know it. You're like, well, son. Prepare. Sounds about right, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tracks. I was just waiting for that to happen. Matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is hilarious. Well, anyway, we let's take a break and then talk about um, the Grammys and all this other crazy pop culture stuff going on. Let's take a break. And we're back. <clears throat> So the Grammys was this pat well, a week ago. Um, I didn't watch it, did you? No. Oh. I watched. I love how we're about to talk about a topic that we, we did not watch. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. We're fighting for that. So got... We're going to talk about the, the Grammys. Oh, did you watch it? No. no. Did you? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> anyway, that tracks. Right. Uh, I watched little snippets of it. And it's funny because Lily, so my dad recorded it. And Lily watched it um, the next day when she got home from school. Because it was on a Saturday, Sunday? I don't know. She watched Sunday. it. Yeah, she watched it the next Yeah, the next day after school. And it's funny because I remember when I was her age, I loved the Grammys. I would sure? not. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it. I watched every second of it. Like, I just loved it. So, it, and now I could care less. And so, I, the only reason I even re- remembered... It was Grammy weekend is because Kenya obviously is working it, like, you know, with spill and stuff. And so I had talked to her and she was like, yeah, you know, I, um, you know, I've got a lot going on because of the Grammys this weekend. A lot of friends, you know, because they're nominated, they're having, you know, little parties and, you know, I'm doing, I'm working. And so I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, pause you real quick. Uh-huh. I love the fact that I do not work in entertainment anymore. Me too. I love when Fashion Week comes around, the yeah, Family Week comes around, Billboard, Latin Week yes. comes around, all those things come around, mm-hmm. and you're not thrusted in it. Mm-hmm. All that shit. I'm so oh. glad to be removed. People ask me all the time, I think a couple of days or something's like, I was like, all I do is stay home. They're like, oh, just, yeah. I said, no, 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 I love it. No, I really, happy. And, I a clam. enjoy this. Yes. I do not yes. miss that for one Mm-mm. day. Sorry, Mm-mm. I just want to say that. No, I, I know. Because I, honestly, she was talking about it because, like, you Ooh. know, between me doing music and having so many friends in the industry and Grammy nominated and all that kind of stuff, I was, Grammy weekends were huge. Yeah. And. And so draining. Yes. And I'm just, I, she was talking to me about everything she has going on. All I could think was like, oh, I'm so glad mm-hmm. I don't have to be a part of it any of that shit like yeah. i'm so far removed i didn't even realize i was like oh yeah when is oh in two days hmm, okay yeah. it, it cool. is february the first week of february. yeah yeah we're, we're here forgot 
all about it. Like, yeah. and gladly, because I just, the even the thought of it just exhausts me. Like, all those things, like, I mean, granted, music is not the same, but it's kind of sports adjacent in terms mm-hmm. of, like, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it would always be, like, Grammys, Super Bowl, Oscars. Yeah. And it's, like, I never dealt with anything when it came to, like, the Oscars, but, mm-hmm. like, those it's still such things, a busy like, time. Oh my God. Like, yeah. You it's know, so much. And it's interesting because, like, in my 20s, I'm like, oh, this is so cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, you couldn't pay me to mm-hmm. do any of You couldn't even pay me to go to a Grammy party. Mm-mm. I would never want to go. Nope. To do small talk with people, schmooze. No. Baby, I'd rather be at home. Yes. Get dressed, drive be- all the way there, deal with the yes. chaos. No, thank you. Do the valet. Yes. Do all that. I'm with so-and-so on this, all that. That's yeah. Like, oh, bitch, leave me alone. Yeah. Count me out. Oh. I did not miss that for one Mm-mm. moment. Mm-mm. I think fashion week. Just actually, not even just. I don't even know. We're in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York Fashion Week's done. Yeah. That would be a huge thing. Yeah. When I was living in New York. Yeah. And it would it would really encompass the whole the whole city. Yeah. Everything about it. Mm-hmm. Like so, it wasn't like oh, this is Grammy weekend, so this is like this. It would just stay out of this area, and you're fine. No, it was the whole city. Everything take over. Everything would yeah. just take over. Yeah. And crazy. I'm so glad I don't even. Me too. I know. If I want to dress up, it's like, let's get dressed up and go to a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. Let's go to, like, a cocktail party. Yeah. Like, a quiet one. Like, quiet. Yeah. Like, nice and just calm. Like, I, yeah. yeah I, you can't pay me to, to do shit like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget one of my friends. He's a, um, he's a football player. And he was in L.A. Um, in off-season. And... We, I met him at the hotel that he was at and we like had a couple drinks, hung out. And then um, he was at the Roosevelt. And so I drove, you know, down Hollywood Boulevard down like to drop him at some event he was going to. And he asked me, he was like, do you want to come? I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) I said, baby, I will drop you curbside service. I'll take you. I will. Mm -hmm. I'll drive you. We can chat in the car and, you know, good to go. But Baby, you gotta go. You gotta I, go. Yeah, I'm not going with you. I'm not walking in there. Mm-mm. Can't pay me. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. I'm just not into it anymore. What? Like, because we've done it all. But I don't know if it's the fact that we're getting older. I don't, or either. What I think is, I've done all of it and realized you get nothing from it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or there's no great outcome. Like it. Yeah. I, just sitting there yeah. to do what? I need things to have a good return on my on my time investment. My time, yeah. Yeah. And You've I, I feel like I don't... those awards, it's all you're doing is just waiting for the bitch to be like, All right, we're back from commercial break. Right. Everybody get back. You hear over the speaker. Everyone's get back to your seat. Right, all, right. Like and I'm not, not networking. Fun. And I'm not networking. Because all the people I can meet there, if I'm at the studio... I already know them. Yeah, I, I either know them or someone's going to invite them and then I'm going to know them yeah. at the studio while I'm working. So, yeah. <laughs> you kill two birds with one star. I need to go to the party. Yeah. I, I was, I've was. i never been a big fan. those things. Mm-mm. Nope. So, yeah, and I just... I'm so far removed. I didn't even realize it was coming on. Whatever. But my girl, she was, of course starry-eyed watching it and so she enjoyed it and because she was watching it I kind of saw a few things I did see I was downstairs in the kitchen when it started so I did see Miley perform because she opened um I went back and watched 
Jay-Z's performance or uh, speech. I watched Tracy Chapman's performance with I did watch that, Luke yeah. Bryan, I think it is. That was amazing. I watched Fantasia's performance, which sucked to me, but everybody seemed to love it. And then, what else did I see? Um, oh, Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and Celine, yeah. So I think, and honestly, those were just the big. I think those were like the biggest the things big, of the yeah. night, anyway. To I kind of caught all the Tracy Chapman. Oh, I like, cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah, that made yeah. me very emotional to to watch. Yeah, yeah. It was, and her voice sounds amazing, beautiful. And I think it was also nice to see that, like, the crowd once they're like, "Is this Tracy?" And then when they the lights came on, lost it. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. They that loved really it. Liked. Yeah. And everybody, like, no matter, who, like, young, old, black, white, everybody was just yeah, loving that performance. And I, I thought that was really, really cool. She's amazing. there's something about that song that just kind of resonates with people. Like, where you may not have yeah. been broke and tore down and, yeah. like, really struggling and dealing with pro- poverty. Yeah. But I think everybody knows what it's like to kind of come from an area in your life that was really difficult. Mm-hmm. And then I think when you listen to, like, some of those lyrics, you look back and be like, damn, I was really going through it. Yeah. And I think there's, like, that sen- that like emotional Yeah, there's eye, a sentimental value to it. You know? Sure. I love that. Sure. It's a good song. I know. And it really, I'm like, damn, I wish we can get back to making music like that just you could feel like, yeah it moves make, you because i would hear that song because that song came out in 1988 yeah you know what i'm saying so i would hear that song as a kid and i yeah. just felt like there was like a an emotion that you kind of felt like a yeah you don't even, you can as a kid you can't even pinpoint it but you yeah, felt it but you felt it yeah i loved when i was I just a kid don't get that from music anymore yeah me either Mm-mm. this guy um a friend of mine he was like you, I think he was like, bitch, all you listened to was music before um, 1991. I said, 99. 99. <laughs> First like, of all, 99. 99. Right? Don't I, do me. Yeah, don't do me. It's, it's 99. <laughs> and he was like, he was trying to give me examples of like, well, what about, um, do you like Tony Braxton? I said, yeah. He said, well, what about her? I said, 99. 99 was her, yeah. That and, bef- Anything that before, and before 99, 99 was her best. And he would just give it all these artists that 99. Yes. They were like, Mariah. 99. Right. Destiny Child. Destiny Child, right. Mariah. 99. 99. Like, well, I know you like Emancipation to Mimi. I said, not my favorite album. Yeah. 99. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept going back and said 99. Yeah. And I said, all you're doing is proving to me, like, why. Yeah. Because it's not like I do it intentionally, like, oh, if it's part of this year, I won't listen to it. No, I just, I'm stuck in a time machine. Yeah. Those songs feel good to me. They, they, they're timeless. They're yeah. classic. Yeah. Which also points us to Celine. So, like, oh. like all Celine's songs are oh. classic. Oh, my gosh. You can't turn on a Celine Dion song and not have the hairs on your neck stand up. Like, please be fucking That fun. woman's from another planet. My friend was like, she invented the Titanic. And I said, honestly, she did. Truly. Like, truly. I want to go out on a limb and tell me how you feel about this. Uh I feel that the movie Titanic would not be the success it was without Celine's. 100 billion percent. Am I right? 100 billion percent. Correct. That's what I thought. Because even when that movie, I won't even say when it came out, but even like in those first like few years of it being out, Especially black folks. A lot hadn't seen that movie, but they could sing you every word of that damn yeah. song. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It was and that song. What, what were people like Saturday Night Live? Like, what were people creating skits around if it was something that had to do with that? Her and her song and her video, not the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She made so that movie. She made that movie. Yep. Um, I agree. And then even when I think about, like, um, when she did Beauty and the Beast on for the soundtrack, oh. you know, I think yes. that was kind of right at that point to where <clears throat> Disney was doing, like, the in-movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, like, Jodie Benson would sing. Yes, yeah, so and then they redo it with Peebo Bryson and what's-her-name. The trend of, like, mm-hmm. we'll do the, the pop version for radio. Yes. And... You know what I'm saying? So it's like not not too much on Celine. Yeah. Okay? Like not too fucking much on the I, I am queen. Like you keep like that that white lady is special. But, uh, yeah. That voice is like, I don't know. It's Whitney Houston, amazing. Uh uh Mariah Carey, amazing. There's so many amazing vocalists, but there's something about Celine Dion and like the power she sings with. Yeah. And it's power and control. And it's just, it's crazy. There's no one like her. Yeah, yeah I just feel like when I was kind of g- going through when I first saw like the Taylor Swift, you know, snubbing Celine, I was like, I instantly thought I was like, oh, it's whatever, and like yeah. probably just excited. Then I was like, bitch, Mm-mm. you've won so many Grammys. Yeah, get this it can't together. Be too exciting. Yeah, this is your fourth one in this category alone. <laughs> like, which girl? Let's wild. Not I know, bitch. crazy, crazy. Album of the year. Somebody said on Facebook, they said Beyonce has to be Beyonce to be Beyonce. Taylor Swift just has to be Taylor Swift, and they were right. I don't get it. Like Beyonce has to be. Beyonce. Oh. In order to be revered as Beyonce. Beyonce. Taylor Swift can be average yeah, yeah, yeah. and get all this hoopla surrounding uh-huh. her. She's really not. Somebody said Taylor Swift is, um, she was like, somebody said something like, Taylor Swift reminds me of Times New Roman. Times <laughs> <laughs> New Roman. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That's absolutely hilarious. That's comedy. That is so funny. Like, she Times, Times New Roman. New Roman. <laughs> Basic, standard. It's like yikes. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see what's so special about her. I like. She makes a good song. She can make a good radio hit. You know, there's before I really knew who Taylor Swift was. There were songs that I'd hear on the radio, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, that's Taylor Swift." I didn't mm-hmm. even know that was her. But it's not anything that's like. You know, with Britney Spears, like, she's not the greatest vocalist, but she's a hell of a performer. Yeah. You know, and people like Mariah Carey, she don't really do too much on the stage, but her vocals are all she really needs. And so some people, like, you know, Beyonce is a great showman and has great vocals, and Mm. that's fantastic. But most people that are big, it's like you've got one that's you got really Yeah, one of those two it's is so, stellar. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sending you. Yeah, so where the other don't have to be. Yeah. But she's just kind of mid with everything. She can write a song, right. a good and little the, bebop, but... And, the song, and, and I know the girls be like, oh, she's one of the most prolific songwriters of our no. time. It's, it's like, I'm feeling like the songs is kind of all right. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. I, it's nothing that's like, wow, this really I, moved me. Know. I think Mariah's a better songwriter. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great songwriters. Yep. I'm not trying to, like, take away from that, because they were like, oh, you know, whatever. But yeah. I just... 
it's it's pretty just middle of the road. Yeah. Um, no exciting moments. Beautiful gowns. Lots of beautiful gowns. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear when Aretha Franklin said beautiful gowns? No. So <clears throat> there's it's so good. I have to send you the clip. <laughs> Where basically an interviewer was like going through all these singers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you think about this? Oh, beautiful vocalist. You know, great singer, whatever, whatever. Right. And then um, it got to Taylor Swift and she was like, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> that is so funny. Is she and right? She was like, what about Nicki Minaj? And she was like, mm, I'm going to have to pass on that one. I'm going to have to pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was oh comedy. Oh my god. Beautiful gown. Beautiful gown. Very beautiful. I love Rita. <laughs> oh my oh, god. That is hilarious. That is so funny. Um, but I just feel like <clears throat> I feel like those things could not work for me to like get an award yeah. with an icon like that. Cause I would just yes. crumble. Oh, 100%. I would just lose my shit. 100 percent And yeah. I know. But I think there's the magnitude of like <clears throat> it's not just the fact that it's Celine, but it's also like all the shit that she's gone through. Yeah. Like she probably couldn't even barely we it was probably right. touch and go if she could even get on stage. Right. They probably had a backup waiting. Yeah. Hundred percent. And so it's like you can't it doesn't matter how famous you are, if you're in that industry. You have to know Celine's, you know, something's going on. Yeah. You have to know, a, you it, you did not not know. Right. So to see her and be like, oh, girl. Right. Move on. Yeah. Bitch, like, she's probably barely able to stand up. Right. That's crazy to me. That's, That's nutty nuts. to me. Yeah. Like, and then it's like you're, the whole stiffness, it, it prevents you from even being able to sing. Yeah. So it's like I can't even imagine what it feels like to be amongst your peers yeah. in in an arena that literally you dominate. Yeah, it's not like you, <clears throat> no shade, but it's not like you're like a Taylor Swift to where like, right? You know, your talent is like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, you're you that are, girl. Yeah, you are the best of and the best to be in that arena. I can't imagine how it would feel to be like, I can't even do what I'm known for. Yeah, yeah. Like how. God. That would feel, and then you give an award to someone who can't do. Couldn't shit. touch you on her very, very and best then they're day. Just like, thanks, help. Right, right. <laughs> hey, maid. Hey, maid. <laughs> right. So you got your maid outfit on, like you always, like you always do. do. <laughs> uh, like, right, I know. Once I tuned into that, I always said, "Oh no, yeah, this is white woman on white woman crime." Right, I do not. I cannot this, stand for this. I will not. No. I know. No, I I definitely think, you know, there's a level of like, just like humility you have to have and awareness you have to have. Mm -hmm. I don't care how excited you are. And if you had enough awareness to grab Lana Del Rey and drag her up on the stage and keep reaching back for her to make sure she comes with your ass, you should have enough awareness to see that the Celine Dion is standing there handing you an award. Yeah. Like you're tripping. And to like, invite someone who has been nominated for Grammys is does not win. Yes. Is like really And you could like I could wild. see like I could I felt like L- Lana didn't want to come on yeah, the stage. Like it's she like she didn't. made her you yeah. Could see she didn't. Yeah and I would have been embarrassed like here I'm up on this stage watching my friend get an award. Or that I've lost. Yeah the only reason the only time I've been on a Grammy stage is, is when I get dragged right on now. Right. Not because I've won anything. Any. Right. Right. Like weird. Yeah I wouldn't. 
Yeah, she and seemed very like, aware. That was Miley's first Grammy. Yes. And she still was able to hold composure and then still acknowledge Mariah, Mariah Carey. Right. It's like, Taylor, please. Yeah, like, get it together. these allegations. No, no. You're She's not. a very just aloof, privileged white lady. I just feel like this has always been, and this is also like my Stockholm Syndrome, but I just feel like if I know, I think I have a pretty good self-awareness of myself. I feel like if I know I am not that great and I don't need to be really in this room, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything to make it seem like, oh, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, thanks, girl. Right? I'm going to yeah. be like... Be very meek and mild. Very meek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine, like, yeah. being that mid and yeah. seeing someone, like, Celine and being like, I don't know, I just feel like I would... Yeah. Low-key, I probably would be embarrassed to win that award in front of Celine. Mm-hmm. If those were my talents. Like, yeah. I'd be like, ooh. Right. Can somebody go get that? I don't... I can't... Right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I'm embarrassed. Like, <laughs> this don't feel right. <laughs> no. I know. Yeah. But that also plays into the fact that, like, the public did that. Like... Yeah. They created this monster. Yeah, y'all pick this woman up. Like, she's a major talent, major major force to be reckoned with. And so, of course, she's going to walk up there and feel like yeah, she, she deserves it, it all. And mm-hmm. But... Yeah. And the people are like, well, she did hug her. Or, like, they did meet backstage. And it's like, yeah, but what did you do? Like, I'm not, a, I'm not about what did you do behind closed doors. Right, right, it's right. what did you do in public? In front of everybody, yeah. Like, if you do some shit in public, you also have to apologize. And, and it was her. probably just damage control anyway because somebody pulled her to the side like, bitch, you need to go fix did that. Did you try that? Yeah. Stand right here. Right, right. Get this picture real quick. <laughs> bitch. Yep. Yeah. What you doing? Right. Crazy. And then Celine, when you see her face, she was like, ooh. Like, I was okay. like, right, right, girl. I right, know. Yeah. Us, us I too. You right. Us too. We right. think that. Uh-huh. We, yes. That is so funny. <laughs> A mess. Yeah, and I think of like even, I remember one time Gaga won an award at the VMAs and was mm-hmm. presented by Cher. Uh-huh. And um, people made like a big uproar because she t- asked Cher to hold her purse. But I think she still like acknowledged like share. But I mean, also like you can't hold an award and yeah, at the yeah. same time. But I mean, so I I I know the girls made a big deal about it. But That's I mean, funny. I think she's still like she's like, oh my god, it's share, right? You know, not like girl. Hold my purse. <laughs> through, like, chuck the right, purse. Just, toss. Right. Get my purse. <laughs> That's funny. I just feel like I'm so sensitive to like our greats. Yeah. And I just feel like we're getting into like an area in music to where like we're losing mediocrity them. is so awarded. Yeah. And that's, I don't really care so much about that, but let's just keep our greats. Let's, let's revere them and like really mm-hmm. honor them mm-hmm. as our greats. Yeah. Because that's all we have. Like if, if somebody yeah. did a snapshot, um, snapshot of music, you know, in a hundred years, we want them in that group. hundred percent. We still want our, we want the Celines in that group. Yep. We don't want just a bunch of Ice Spices and right. Swifts. Right. So they could be there too, but we need, our, our greats need to be in that picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sensitive about stuff like that. No, I agree. And we're getting to a point where, like, they're getting older. 
Yeah. And they won't be around much longer. Yeah. And their work will always be here, thank God. But, like, they won't. And so I think it's important to give people their flowers while they're still here. I was listening to a playlist, a curated playlist by Spotify. They'll just be like, oh, it's a playlist we think you'll like. Mm -hmm. And I was driving to the gym and I got, I didn't get too emotional, but it, like, hit me. I was like, every next song is someone who's dead. Yeah. It was Tina Turner. It was Michael Jackson. It was, like... All these great artists that, yeah. like, I love, Amy Winehouse, yeah. all these, like, people who made great music. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're all, like, dead. Man. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. not y'all making a dead people. <laughs> <laughs> the mortuary music. The mortuary, like, oh, oh my God. That is so funny. Don't making dead folks. I know. I know. The dead, the dead list. The, de- like, the dead like, list. Uh, you all, so there's a, there's a documentary on Netflix. I forget the name of it but it's the it was the documentary about um them recording like putting together and recording we are the world oh yeah yeah yeah. it was really good i watched it um i was folding laundry one night and i just thought like there's a room full of like legends Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like let's pull legends from way back like they were currently hot currently like amazing and brilliant and i'm like you couldn't do that today there's like, no if you did that... it, it would be with, like, Brandy and, like, people, like, yeah. that made music in the 90s yeah. and the 80s and shit. But who would be now? No one. Yeah, we don't yeah. have that. We would have, like, SZA, which I'm not shading her, but it would be, like, a SZA. Yeah, e, Beyonce, like, Beyonce, couple. Yeah, there's only a few. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Nikki. Yeah. And none of them are, like, uh, they. I wouldn't put them, they couldn't make that. I'm really trying to think who it, it would be like. And then, and it's really no shade to like, what's her name, Victoria Monet? Or, yeah, like, uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's no shade to her, but like, even if you put her in the mix or like people who, they're not like global superstars. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like, you know. Right. Girl, side note, somebody was like, the girls were getting fucking carried away. And this is why I'm so glad the girls <clears throat> take their little internet manager and PR jobs very seriously, but sometimes I feel like, relax. People are like, thank God. Um, Victoria Monet's been working so hard for this, and it's been years in the making, and blah, blah, blah. Like, what? she don't need, she needs to be um, headlining a tour this time. And I'm like... She has one song. I'm like, am I? Is this someone else? And, you know, I, I have, but right. I don't really comment because I don't know these artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to old shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, but I know enough to know, like, oh, bitch, headlining. A right. Tour, like, That's okay. extreme. That, do you know how hard it is to headline a tour? Right. You know, Nikki right. can't even go on tour. She's never been able to go on tour. That's funny. She can't. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it's like, there's yeah. some artists who are actually globally known that can't even go on yeah. tour. She has one song. What you going to right exactly and the and honestly the song is cute it's a cute song but it's nothing spectacular it's a sample of another song that was dope in its time oh it is yeah on my mama on my hood i look fly yeah oh you're right yeah so it's not even an original song and then the hottest part about it was the music video which again was only hot because it's her emulating other Famous people like Sierra and Shit. and her goodies video. Like she recreated 
other iconic things. So oh. it's really just a culmination of her biting other iconic people. Wow. How are you going to? <laughs> I didn't know that. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't seen the music video. Yeah. Now I want to see it. And that's really what everybody was like, oh, this music video is dope. And it was, but for a very specific reason. And it wasn't because of her incredible artistry and creativity <laughs> by far. Bitch. Yeah. So it's like, you got one hot song. It's because of everybody else in the industry that was hot before you. And now you want to say we should have a headline tour because of that? That's... Now that makes bitch. it even worse for me now. That, because at first I was like, headlining, to, bitch, come on. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not trying to take away anyone's flowers, but please be fucking for real. Yeah, no. No. Y'all, this is why I'm so glad y'all are not publicists and music managers. Right. And <laughs> office workers, because, bitch, please be fucking for real. Right. Bad. Who's funding? Like, yeah. who's going to, like, AG Live or Live Nation? Right, are right. Are they really going to be like, oh, yeah, this is going to sell? Yeah, let's put our money here. No. Crazy. Yeah. You know who would sell? Mm. If you put up a, a link right now mm. for 100 dates, Celine. Oh, a billion percent. She can't, I mean, she can't even keep the, the concerts that she had. She had to cancel them all. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. I was, I was this close to going to France. To yeah, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go to France just to see her. Yeah. And I still would. Hell yeah. Honestly, if there's two pe people, so, well, three, that are left, that are on my list of, like, I still want to see. Cher, Barbara Streisand, and Celine. Mm hmm Those three women could be my next... I, I'm doing a one-off gig in London. You want to know what I'm going to be doing? Right. <laughs> on a plane to London. <laughs> I sure will. Yep. Give me a little babysitter and be like, I'll be back in three days. Yep. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. They're for incredible. The oh, yeah. You think I'm doing that for... Let me not. Taylor Swift? Nope. Janelle Monae? No. <laughs> Crazy. Absolutely not. I know it. That's so funny. Um, Do we want to talk about Drake's dick or no? Um, You know what's really funny to me? I was... I was in a... Or still am... In this, like, Facebook, like, mom's group. But it's kind of like an edgier one, oh, I guess. Not edgy. I'm, I'm a cool mom. Right, right. <laughs> so I came across a post, and it was something like, it was. I guess they had talked about Drake's dick in the group. And then somebody, I guess, had the video of it. And so she, everybody was asked to see it. So she sent it to people on Messenger. Mm -hmm. And eventually, she, I guess she sent so many messages that... Facebook flagged it as spam because it was the same message over and over. So she wasn't able to send any more. So she made a post like, if you still want to see it, send me your email address. I'll email. I'm like, and I commented, I was like, is it y'all are insane if you're doing all this to see a half soft pencil dick? Like, it's long and skinny. Like, what are you doing with that? It looks like it hurts. Not in a good way. <laughs> the the amount of excitement over this man's penis is wild to me. Yeah. There's a man I actively avoid because his penis looks like that. You know, um, I actually, I saw a glimpse of it once in London. Yeah. During London Fashion Week. Um, we were in this fire station place. But like it was, it's weird. It was like on top of a fire station with mm -hmm. like a little. I don't even think it was a speakeasy. It's it kind of was. Yeah. Cause 
when I walked in, they were like not trying to let me in. Mm-hmm. And then I said what I needed to say. And they were like, oh, go up, go upstairs or whatever. Right. So I guess it is technically a speakeasy, but mm-hmm. it was like a little bar. Long story short, it wasn't that many people in there. And then who's sitting right next to me? Mm-hmm. Were, like, so my back was like right here. And then, so I didn't see who's, so, because my group was right in front of me. Right. So I didn't realize every time somebody would walk by, they would look. And, and over my shoulder, I'm like, Bitch, what the fuck is over? Right, like what? Because Kylie Minogue was also in the um, uh, mm-hmm. thing too, so I was like, "Well, Kylie's over there, so who's right behind me?" But I didn't really look. Right. Anyways, long story, it was Drake who was behind me, and so we were in the bathroom together, and of course, I'm going to look. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like hello, like you're like I, I'm going to. Right. So, but. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that eventful, I guess. I think when people's nudes leak, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. I think it's people get excited over it. Yeah. I guess I don't know why. At this point, I don't know why because I feel like celebrities are so willfully naked these days. There's no mystique to it. It's like... Half of them are on OnlyFans. You can pay a nominal fee to see. Why are there so many celebrities on OnlyFans? What's going on? Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So it's like, what's there really to like see at this point? It's very voyeuristic. I guess that's the appeal. I don't know. But But you know, it just felt very lazy to me. I've never been someone who likes stuff like that as anything for me. Like I'm not a visual. I'm I need if the only thing it's Things will do something for me is if it's in part, like things that are in. Right, right, right. I, tr- so, I need to be able to reach out and get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm more interested in seeing Drake's dick if he's standing like a right away next from to me. you. I'm right. Like, ooh. Yeah. Drake dick. Let me look. Right. I would munch. I'm like, ooh, right. yum. <laughs> but as far as like a photo, I'm like, oh, girl, this doesn't do anything for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was very weird. And like, I feel like men in particular, like, they're very lazy. At least straight men, they're very lazy with their nudes. They are. So it's like it's not even appealing. Yeah, it's not sexy. No it's not. Angle, yeah. Wrapped up and right. It's just it's like, not like uh, juicy and delicious looking. It's, uh, it's like ashy. Like it was very. And they, they be ashy. It always, yes, and it always looks like an afterthought. Like yeah. It's like send me some. Oh, 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 well, I wasn't ready, but here, like, right, we just, just whop it on out and yeah, and, and take a picture. So, so it was like I saw the little video or whatever, and <clears throat> it was just very, very lazy. Like, if someone sent me that directly, like, I'd be like, boo, Block. yeah, like, Block. put your back into it, like, black, 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 black. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I didn't. I. I I don't know. And I've had men that have penises like that where it's like it was it's long. Like, I mean, it's half half soft and it was a decent size. So it's like it's not like he's like little. That's great. But I don't know. I just I'm not. You ask most women and length. If you if you've had some good dick, it's not about length. Yeah, it's really not. So, yeah, I feel like the only girls who get excited about that are women who have been with like little micro penis men and get excited at the thought of something bigger. But if you actually but have had some good... There's a lot of small dicks. I've, I've seen yeah. a lot of dick in my life. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you a lot, I mean, so, a lot. so much. <laughs> and it's you'd be surprised of how, like, um, like, okay, I think me growing up and being interested 
me being introduced to Zick. <laughs> me kind of like being introduced to Dick. Yeah. It was just black or Mexican men. Yes. So, like, that was like my stand. Like, I'm like, oh, this is what penises look yeah. like. But then when you start to see penises from the world, like, you're yeah. just like, okay. They look different. And I don't want to shame anybody, but like, it's so I seen like people are used to like an average size dick, I think is like five inches or something mm-hmm. like that or yeah. maybe six, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I see where people be like, oh, bitch, it's so. But I think also, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even that, because, yeah, five five inches is average. Have. And on like, and that's why I say like, women that get excited over like ones like drags you can tell they've probably had either five or less because if you've had some real dick in your life like the the big enormous ones are not that great Mm -hmm. if you're gonna if it needs to be big one way or another like give me girth before you give me like like i hate a pencil dick like you're just poking you're just stabbing yeah exactly like you're not that just come straight out yes no curve yeah there's like like, i I have a look at a dick and be like okay that's gonna be that's a good one that's a good one right exactly yeah yeah and it's not like it's not the longest biggest one Mm -hmm. that's not the the litmus test for what good dick is so I just saw that little gummy worm flopping around all over the place. And I could only think of one man that I've been with that I literally avoid like the plague. Cause like, I don't have the heart to tell him that mm-hmm. I don't enjoy his penis, but like, it's just long and it's not that wide. And so, especially for female anatomy, it just doesn't, Yeah, it doesn't deliver. So. Yeah. And then like, also like penises that kind of are straight yeah. just not it. Yeah. And it's actually like if there's like a nice like it goes up a little bit. It hits the spot. Because it hits the woman. But then also like even for men that is where their the, G-spot yeah, is Yeah. It's like the prostate so, like, something. Yeah. So when you're just stabbing straight through. It's, you're not doing nothing. With a pencil. It's right. like girl like does anybody get enjoyment out of that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems painful. Exactly. Like it seems honestly painful. Yes. Yes. But, yep. Shout out to Drake's dick. <laughs> and all the women that like it. <laughs> but I will say this. Hmm. Like, even, like, I don't know if it was hard, but, I mean, I was probably, like, semi. Yeah. But I, w- I would munch. I, w- I would still munch. Yeah. I probably would still give a little piece. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, girl, no. I, I would I would probably, like, if it's, <laughs> I think because it's attached to that person. Uh-huh. I will give him a little piece. Really? I totally would, yeah. I totally would. I am the I opposite. I'm the opposite. I think because it's attached to Drake, I would want nothing to do with it. I think there's like a mystique <laughs> about it. And he is actually, well, I think he's pretty tall. Like he has like He's a, very tall, like, yeah. yeah. He's a tall he's yeah, he's and a he has tall like guy. A, a good build. Yes. Too. Like so like he's solid. Yeah. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. when I saw him, he was like this. Like, yeah. like whoa. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I would, I would honestly, like, I'm not going to sit up on this mic and be like, I would, I dead ass would. That's so funny. I Drake, love it. If Drake was here right now. Yeah. And flop that little gummy worm no. I would give him a little piece. That is so mm-hmm. funny. I love it. I can't say I would. I would, 
I feel like he's, especially now, like, I feel like earlier Drake, like a few years ago, Drake definitely could have got it. But like now, it's a little weird now. Yeah, right. he's kind of corny. Yeah, 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 he be yeah. doing weird, goofy shit. I mean, yeah, everybody yeah, be yeah. saying he has a BBL now, so his body might look kind of weird naked yeah. now. You know, uh, so I think uh, all of those things—the stomach etching, yes, yes—is a little weird. For yes, me. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I feel you. all of that. It would be a no for me. But have it be like a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's just interesting because the gays will be like, was like tearing his ass. Out. They're like, not nah, like just, and I'm like, now I know, you know what's also, I'm like, now I know some of the men y'all be fucking. Right. They're trolls. Right. So now you got some standards <laughs> when it comes and to And you wouldn't like Drake? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. are fucking ugly ass trolls. Right. In dark right. corners. <laughs> for real. Right. Like, please, right. please, honestly, please be, be like, okay. Drake would be one of your better fucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. He would be like, I feel like a lazy one, but like. Yeah. But I like, that's why I'm like, I see where they're coming from. But I know for me, like, I would give him a little piece. Like, yeah. I would. Yeah. Like, even honestly, if it was Drake in like five years, probably. Yeah. I still would. That's Because funny. it's like, it's. Just to say you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel I, it. I would. I feel I it. I feel like Drake would be corny sexually, too. So my so a couple corny. of my girlfriends have slept with Trey songs. And one of them said he sang his own song in her ear while they were having sex. Immediately, no. Absolutely. Get no. out. Yeah. She was like, I've never been so turned off. Instantly turned off in my life. Cause fuck it. And it was Trey, like... It was Trey in his like heyday when bitches was on him. That's like weird, Trey was like the dream guy for to like the fantasy fuck. And she was like, no, bitch. It was that's so weird. it was instantly horrible. That's yeah. Horrible. I think that's the corniest thing ever. And I feel like Drake would do something similar, I feel. I feel like he would do some corny shit during sex. Yeah. Like crack nope. a joke. Or like recite, like pull out a line from a song. Some, yeah. I feel like he would do, or turn on his own music, like something corny. Like he would be like, oh, "I have a song. You want to listen to it? It's a demo. I'm right. On. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally get that. Yeah. But shout out to Drake's dick. <laughs> anything else in pop culture? Um, do we want to talk about? So we only have a few minutes left. I gotta go grab the girls. Do we want to talk about? Our dealership adventures, or do we want to talk about Nikki and Megan? Mm, I'll let you decide. Oh, don't make me decide. Um, let's talk about the dealership. Fuck yeah. Nikki. Fuck me. Okay, I'm glad that you think so. I'm like, I don't really care. Because right. I think I slightly tried to talk about it on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even go yeah. too far. Yeah. I mean, um, not much you can say about them, too. Yeah, so thanks to you. um, (laughs) And I say that on two sides of the coin. It's like, thanks to you is like in a begrudgingly like, thanks to you. Right. Also like appreciative. like Genuinely thank you. I did not buy my G-Wagon. Yeah. um, Because it was like, because first you were like, yes, G-Wagon, G-Wagon, G-Wagon. Yeah. Then we got the numbers. Then we got the numbers. And then you put some sense in my head. You were like, all right, bitch, if yeah. you are trying to buy that $7 million home, you yeah. want to do another round of IVF, yeah. do another surrogacy, do this, you want, you know, all these things. You have a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. All these things that you're trying to do, 
this is probably not g- g- the best idea. Yeah. I said, you know what? You're right. Plus, it doesn't make any sense um, size-wise with the car and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, all right, so talk me out of it. Um, but I do like the car that I'm in. Yeah. Hopefully, before you leave, you can, like, spin it around this little thing real quick. Yeah. To make sure I'm not bugging. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we had a good old time. Um, her, what, what would you call John? My boo. He's going to be my fourth baby daddy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's so funny because I posted that picture of the two of you in the front seat mm-hmm. on my snap. And I said, my baby daddies. And a few people really thought he was, like, one of the girl, like, uh-huh. the kid's dad. I was like, bitch, never. But, <laughs> like, I would ne- not never to him. Definitely to him. But, like, never would I have one of their fathers anywhere near anything in my life. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was not my real baby daddy but i love john John, like he's just a great like he's a great person Mm -hmm. you know um and he's so much fun and he just lets me be crazy and inappropriate and yeah my wild self and he just he's one of those men that like you know those men you see and they have like their wives are just fucking wild and they just sit back and laugh and just Mm -hmm. like that's my wife no that's that's honestly You say that, but that's how I feel if I were to be with anyone. It has to be like that. Yeah. You can't, and I hate saying this, but like you can't be the star of the show. Yes. And I'm not saying that because I need the attention. Yeah. It's just naturally you never will be. Yeah, that's my You'll personality. Never be able to compete with me. This in a all room. this personality, yeah. It just will never happen. Yes. So you have to have the the idea that you'll never be the star of the show. Yep. You I don't want you wanting the same things I want. Yep. You can't want what Solomon has. You have to just lay in the cut. Yep. And allow me to be, be the supporting Lucille character. Hall, and then yes. you can be Desi Arnett. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The brains behind everything, but you. Like, I like that dynamic yeah. of being the crush, like, yes. and having someone just be like, deal with my yeah. shit. Yeah, because that's him. Like, yeah. I just say crazy shit, and he just goes right along with it and co-signs it and just lets me be me. And I yeah. love it. And he's, it's it's a good time. He's fun. So. Yeah. He's a nice person. I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah. So he... um. Damn, I just wish he lived closer. I know. I know. He's moving out to Ontario now to mm-hmm. be close to the dealership, so... You know, he showed me, he was like, yeah, I just had someone come in yesterday. And he was like, um, and he said, well, normally I, I just work. He's like, oh, because I was talking about work. I said, honestly, I don't ever really turn off from working. I just yeah. work. He said, no, I get it. He's like, sometimes I think so I'm going to be done. And then I get a client who wants to come in on this day. And you just got to come in. That's him. And he was like, and this client bought 14 cars. I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 14 cars yeah. you say yeah for his he has a big family and i said yeah but uh, 14, 14 hondas uh, is is okay yeah, yeah, 14 yeah. hondas is a lot still and but 14 showed up pulled up his report and it was like all these cars 160 167,000 one person bought like a tesla yeah uh, all all the rest were like at least six figure cars yeah fuck i'm man. like Bitch, <laughs> that's crazy. And God, damn. and he make a commission off all of I'm like, <laughs> <"Zeppy."> hey, hey, <laughs> yes, that's my girl. my man. Now that is that's you fumbled that. You're no, I did. He fumbled me. That's but true, that's we're true. getting back. We're yeah. getting back. 
We're getting ramp it up, friend. He's I'm I'm putting it in a full fucking four. Ramp it up. I had to give him a little time. I I broke him and his girlfriend. No, I didn't. But I influenced him to leave his ex because it was going nowhere. So I helped him expedite that process. Mm -hmm. But I had to give him a little bit of single person time, you know, Mm -hmm. because the thing is, like, I've known him since I was 18. So I've known him for a really, really long time. And there's always kind of been like that thing between us and it just never quite happened. But knowing who he is as a person and knowing who I am and just we are so good together that there's no doubt in my mind we would have a very successful, happy relationship. But it would like I wouldn't want to take all the friendship and the years we've built together and rush it at the very end and then fuck it all up, you know? So I knew he needed some time. He was in a four-year relationship, you know? And it was really a fork in the road where it was like, either we're getting married or we're splitting up. And they split up. And so he just needs that time to just be single and not have someone to be responsible for, answer to, and just, you know, be able to just be free. And so... And I feel like giving him that time would just make him a better partner in the end. So, you know, that's winding down. He's had enough of that. He's had like a year and a half of of singleness. So my theory is I love <laughs> like being friends with women who have like great relationships with men that like I can get the trickle down. Yes. Effect. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Like I just like like. That's why whenever Emily's like, oh, I'm going to do this or whatever, I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm there. Right. I'm on my way. Right. I'm getting I'm putting on my, my, my shit right now. Fab tab. Like, I'm on my way. I'm in an Uber, bitch. I'm in an Uber. Let's go. You know? So it's like, I love that mm-hmm. because then I get like the little, the little the leftovers. Yeah, right. Yeah. I get to be in the surrounding areas. I'm like, yes. oh, this is nice. I'm yes. Like, this feels good right. here. This is, this is comfy. Yeah, I like, I this. like it. Yeah. So I need you to hurry up. Uh, I know. Please hurry up. I am hurrying, but I think I also am so comfortable because I know, like, not to sound arrogant, but I know, like, there's no one when it comes to, like, a romantic partner, there's no one above me for him. So at any time... Yeah. I could be like, hey, let's do this, you know? And it it would never be a... it It would just be a matter of... Am I ready to commit to a relationship? Am I ready to do everything it takes to be a good partner? Or am I not? It would never be like, sorry, it's another bitch. Like, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I've kind of I've given it time. But I and and I haven't been in a place where I've wanted to mm. give and be a good partner, you know? And if he's not the type of person, I'd be like, ah, whatever, let's be together. And if I'm a half-ass, you know partner then I don't really care like I want to be like he deserves to have a good partner and he deserves the very best that I can give and so I wouldn't want to pursue anything serious with him until you know I was in a place where I can confidently you know give that of myself and I haven't I haven't been in that space um but I'm I'm definitely getting there I think I'm I'm much more there than I have been um and I think he's getting closer to that place, too. And so I think it'll happen sooner than later. And, you know, it's nice because we really don't have, like, a time working against us. Like, he's not that pressed about having kids biologically. And so, you know, that's not really something that's on on our plate. So, you know. 
Yeah. But yeah, he's a really great guy. Yeah, shout out to Baby Daddy number four. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I talked to him um, when he was heading into work the, yesterday. And um, we're on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I heard I heard my baby daddies are, are meeting up. And he laughed. He was like, oh, yeah, he's coming in. I said, yeah. And uh, he he said, he goes, he needs to keep you around. Like, he is lucky to have you around because he would he could have easily gotten got getting the car if he didn't have you to bring him to me. And I said, I know. Yeah, I totally was. He was like, he's like, you know, I pride myself, like, he prides himself on, he's a good guy and he likes the art of, you know, the haggle and the back and forth. And he likes to, it, it's a nice balance between, you know, make doing what you need to do for a dealership and making your, hitting your numbers mm-hmm. and, you know, giving your clients a, a reasonable price. So he tries to strike like a, a nice balance, but at the end of the day, he sells cars. Like yeah. he wants to make money. And he was he was like, Solomon is a sale a car salesperson's dream. He was like, if he did, if it wasn't me he was dealing with, he would have gotten so got. He said he said he sold that same car to someone else. I think the other person's car, when all was said and done with like the add-ons and stuff, mm-hmm. there's actually was a little less than yours, but your deal was better. <laughs> he was like, his deal was way better. That other guy paid like, I think, 15, 20 grand more than you did. Wow. For his car. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got the family deal. Yeah. So. No, I'm really happy with mine. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I said, yeah, because he said, you know, he got a call from Newport and, you know, he's not like a, a haggler when it comes to cars and stuff. Like, that's not his his avenue. And, mm-hmm. You know, he was saying that they called him and he said he was working with, you know, a friend of a friend over in Ontario. And the guy said he could get him a better deal. And he was like, oh, and he believed him. I said, I feel like he might have a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. No, would have never happened. Like the. (coughs) Never gotten MSRP anywhere else. My friend was like, oh, you should have gone through my friends. I could have got you a good deal for. I'm like, you don't even know what I got. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And he said, he was like, you know, the manager, so his manager, because he has to, you know, run all the final numbers by the manager, make sure it is a yay or nay. Usually there's always some sort of markup. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he was able to get no markup was pretty good. So (laughs) it was really funny. Uh, so I'm I'm glad it worked out and it was a yes, reasonable Armin. price. Armian, shout out to Armian. <laughs> Thank you to Armian. Thank you to Armian. <laughs> yes, I'll be back in three years. Yes, for that G wagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At <MSRP>. Right. <laughs> ah! I love it. That's so funny. My mom was like, "It's raining so hard." Maybe it's rainy. Over the there was it's probably moved down that way now because there was some rain um, on my way out here. It wasn't. It says clear. Well, up here, yeah. it wasn't too bad. Um, there were like a few pockets that were kind of harder rain, but um, yeah, I stopped over at that Taco Bell near that Walmart. Mm-hmm. It was raining hard over there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right there and like another spot further further north, but um should we do our high note, low note? Yeah. 
let's get into it. You can go first. Um, One, two, three, know, my high note would be our humor. I think it's really funny. Like when we did the, you did the drowning thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was I just, fun. I just love good humor. And I love yeah. like, there's aspects of this business that are very like daunting. And can, it, can you know, I think if I was navigating this with someone else, they would be like, you know, disappointed. You know, mm-hmm. we got hit with PayPal with our shit with them. Right. And we got hit a couple right. ago with Shopify. Yeah. Did we kind of take us out? We're getting, we've got <laughs> our fair share of like lows, mm-hmm. quite a bit of lows. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And which comes with part of the, the gig. Yeah. But um, I love that we can just, even when we get hit with that, we still find ways to just be funny like yes. about it. Yeah. Even with our manufacturer, like it just ever there's always like a humor yeah. about it yeah. that makes it much easier. Cause I feel like if I was working with someone who just was doom and gloom, mm-hmm. that would be very hard for me to deal with. Yeah. I'm such a like unserious person. Right. And I just feel like certain things are not that deep. Yes. And so I've worked with people who are doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh God. Training. And so it's interesting because it's like, even though I know you're not, there's still like an aspect of still me not knowing. So when like these new things pop up, like even the Shopify thing a couple of days ago, I'm like, you know, and you were just like, mm, whatever, just, <laughs> you know, f- found humor throughout this whole process. Yeah. You're like, damn, these bitches are still like, right. can't do shit right. Trying to get us. You know, so like, I, I do appreciate like humor and like, yeah. you know, the unseriousness. So that's my high note, my low note. Um, I think my low note is just like now I'm like not worrying, but I am very like, like very worrying about just, which it's nuts because then I sit with it and I'm like, there's literally nothing to worry about. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm always worried about like, oh, am I going to (laughs) die? You know, and then I'm like, I'm worried about like finances and like all these things that I'm like just in preparation for this child. And so now all these like worrying things are happening, which is killing me because when I sit with it and I look at it and I filter out the anxiety and I'm like, there's no need for you to even worry about. There's nothing to actually worry about. Right, right. But then... I'm just hyper aware of like, okay, watch what you're spending. Don't do this. Yeah. Be careful with this. Don't drive like that. Don't curse that bitch out. You know, like just certain things. <laughs> Cause like and effect. So that's my little low note. Nothing too, too major. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I love Yours? it. Um, I would say my low note right now, of course. Always some shit. Is that train? No. <laughs> Um, that, but, that's my low note. Right. That's the real that's low really note. That's really my low note. Yeah, that's the low note. <laughs> right on cue, too. Um, I would say my low note is probably just, like, feeling nauseous, you know? It's just, it's really um, affected my productivity day-to-day, which, like, you know, for people that are go-go-go like us, that is the worst thing like i have so much laundry it's all done i'm the type of person i wash my laundry i dry my laundry i fold my laundry and put and it away. away yes i'm not one of these i don't like folding laundry i don't like putting so what do you do right like what the fuck are you just like dressing out of piles for a week crazy please don't tell me people are doing that oh they for sure do it that's crazy Ew. i know like clean clothes but like yeah. just piles and like chaos i can't do it all my laundry i'd spend like a day maybe two depending on how much there is Get it all done. Done. 
But the last couple of weeks, it has been such a task. And it's like, I get it cleaned, but then it sits in the dryer for a day. And then it takes me like two days to fold it. And then it sits in the, you know, the Mm. clean bin. And then it takes another few days to get the energy to put it away. And by the time I'm done with that, there's more laundry to be done. It's like, Mm. I can just never get ahead and get on top of everything like I'm used to. And so that's been like frustrating. Yeah. Um, and even with like business stuff, like I feel like if I was feeling good, I would be so much more just on top of even like our like marketing stuff and Canva and getting stuff on social media and just being really active with it. And I just I don't have it in me right now. So I'm like running on fumes and that sucks. Um, well, thankfully, my little hormone depression is over. Good. Now I'm back. Now I feel back to normal. Like, yes. I'm really back into the game. Now. You can. You can carry the load. Take me out. <laughs> yes. That I was really where I said, "Oh, that I'm not motivated at so all." So funny. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that like it's like <laughs> when you're feeling it, I can turn it on. Yeah. When I'm feeling it, you can turn it on. Like, thank God there's two of us, and we're not. You know, we don't yeah, both have the same. True issue at the same time because lord so yeah that's been the tough the tough thing for me um and then my high notes would just be yeah just like everything that's going on right now even with being you know sick and and being tired and all that it's still just a really exciting time and you know being a few weeks into business and just you know, kind of hitting like a stride with that is really, really fun. And, um, you know, knowing what we kind of have on the horizon right now, we're just, you know, kind of waiting. We're kind of in our quiet before the storm of yeah. like getting products in, shipping them out, having things be live rather than pre-sale. Yeah. Yeah. That's like our next like big wave. So, um, you know, it's cool to have gotten through that first part and, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, I'm having fun. I'm glad that we get to do this together. It's yeah. like a lot of fun stuff. And it's nice being able to not only do cool stuff, but do it with your friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like you said, even like doing goofy shit, like drowning as drowning. a, as a, fla- a flash, a flash sale for a flash flood. Coupon to, commem- to commemorate. To commemorate the fact that, like, no, what did you say? To celebrate? Yeah, to, to, so, to commemorate to commemorate our uh, flash floods. We're having a flash sale. Use code drowning. Yes, code drowning for 10% off. Like, that shit was so comedy. It was so funny. And everybody loved it. They loved it. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was a great, it was a great sales day. It was a fun social media day. And it was nice because, you know, it was like a shitty weather day and i couldn't come record i didn't feel good i literally woke up and was like let's see if he wants to do a coupon code let's do a flash sale we're not doing shit else today (laughs) so we did it and it was it was just like a fun little thing to do and it's nice to i don't know have your own business to do fun stuff with with your friends so Mm -hmm. that's my high note yeah (laughs) well when we get back on the mic, we will be done with our second ultrasound. Will we? That's crazy. Right? I think so. Yeah. Let me look at my calendar. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Damn, it is. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Yep. Yep. It's Friday right now, so when you guys hear this, it'll be Monday. So we'll have an ultrasound a couple days later. 
And um, I didn't buy, I did buy one thing for my little thing for Solomon, what did you buy? But we'll do it mm-hmm. next week. So I didn't buy like too much. Okay. It was just like some little Black History Month shit. That Aw, I, cute. Uh, Target. Yeah, cute. Um, So that's kind of about it. So um, be sure to go to babymamabrand.com and get your pre-orders. Yes. Um, Again, you know, I said this on my podcast, but I, I really anticipate once it gets in stock, we're going to sell out. Yeah. So, like, it's not like I'm just saying this to, like, oh, get the sales in. I'm just saying it more so to, like, secure yourself. Because I know if you're not watching social media like a hawk or whatever and knowing when things are coming and arriving, mm-hmm. um, I do know there's a lot of people, which I think they know this by now, but once the product comes in, it's going to sell out relatively quick. Yeah. And I would just, you know, as your friend, like, this is... Looking out for you. Just secure your order. If you you need to get your money back at any moment, you need to cancel, feel free to email us. We will give you your money back. So it's not a money thing. It's more so, like, it helps us, you know, prepare to package orders. But it also gives you guys the ability to kind of like secure the order um, yeah. and make sure you do get a bottle or two bottles or whatever you want. Yeah. So head over to babymamabrand.com. Um, and also, you know, the the promos and stuff, they're running their pre-sale promos. Mm. So once pre-sale's over, won't be the same, you know, deals and discounts and stuff that we're offering right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you if you're planning on buying the product, you might as well buy it now at a cheaper price than to wait and pay full price for it. So makes makes sense. Good idea. But aside from that, I guess we will see y'all next week. Yep. Bye. See ya. 